Uh, welcome everybody. Oh my god. Welcome everybody to Never After Redemption. I am your GM Adrian, aka Doctor Breakfast, Dr. aka Breakfast. the Witch King, aka Better Not Mess with This Motherfucker. Okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> well, this is always is. Uh, Josh, I'm playing the Kyurger. Uh Grace, I'm playing Gwyn. You pass it or... uh, Sean, I'm playing Black Oak. Over. You pass that. Okay, thank that you so much. Right. I'm passing out the cards. Yeah, no. You sure? No. no. It does it. <laughs> Sorry, that was too hard. There's some sharing as caring going on. <laughs> uh, Priscilla couldn't be here tonight because she's not feeling well, but I am Andrew and I play Galzareth. Yeah, uh, it might seem like Verindra's not here because in game she's in an egg, and so I was like, no, your player can't be here. I don't usually do that, but it's, things have lined up, so she's in a big stone egg. That's which, right. that party that led up to her uh, hibernating in the egg. Is kind of where we left off, I think. Yes. Yeah, we yeah we were yeah. all just kind of like reveling, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were so into reveling that we stopped paying attention to what was happening to Narendra. Yeah. Um, did you want to? You guys got pretty toasty in the various means that you have. Um, mm-hmm. Did you want to like start in media res or like slept it off? And get a rest. Um, I'm trying to remember the order of the order of things. We already passed the second obelisk, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. you're and in then, the open, open water. Yeah, okay. we are completely free of the cage. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't turn down a rest. Yeah, I'm fine on the next one. Uh, I think you all collectively see the giant stone egg and like, uh, all right, well, time to go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> nothing we can do about that. Doesn't make any like. You know, subsonic noises like an alien egg. Like, doesn't do any of that. And you guys get a refreshed uh, because of the party. You, you'll have no extended action for That's this. Fine. You're all, uh, y- y'all. Um, you're the only one who's going to notice this uh, because you sleep on the deck, right? Right. Um, as predicted, the sort of curtained off corpses or the torpid forms of those men. Uh, whose blessing you they, that you gave, uh, the blessing you gave to them, are, uh, are sinking into the soil. They're still in that sort of knees up uh, aspect of like a corpse that's being prepared, and uh, but they've sunk more into the soil and their skin's grown darker. No sign of rot. They don't smell like anything really. Um, there are mosses and such that have grown in around the. Uh, your little plot that was already happening, and that's not—that's not nothing that you would have to take care of. It's a natural thing. But now they've grown richer, and they've sort of there's space for you, and the, and the moss is growing, and it's probably going to overtake them at some point. Um, even though you're an oak, and oaks tend to kill off plants that are near them when they're you can choose not to do that, but it's up to you. I will choose not to do that. <clears throat> there's a solemnness around here. Uh, as you could probably predict. Uh, and the crew, the engineers, and the sailors just don't go over here. I mean, they've got a giant pentagram in front of it. And, like, dead people on a giant tree overlooking the dead people. And it, Are it, the words written in blood still there, too? No, those have, uh... Well, they're naturally wearing away. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a permanent rune structure. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Also, my demon friend, this is Ted. <laughs> yeah. Even the angel blood don't like the, don't like the corpses? <laughs> oh, yeah. The, we did so much of this shit. Oh, I know. Uh, the one who was resurrected, who he wasn't dead, but he was dying, and he didn't take the form mm-hmm. of those. You just healed him. Yeah. He's been, he's, he hasn't been around. You're, uh, the four of you, the... They haven't been doing it much, but in the next morning when you, like, you wake and you foresee, you know, just logistical details. I'm going to hand wave some of it involving the captain and the heading of the ship, unless you want to pause it and go into that more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you receive word from the captain that uh, it's clear sailing, no storms. It's dead air. Like, if this was a sailing ship, this would be a very bad situation. But you guys are making good time. And then there will be a test. Uh, the page doesn't clarify. And the four of those soldiers kind of fall in behind you and shadow you while you're making your rounds, inspecting the men and doing that kind of thing. Are these the four guys that got my blood in them now? Yeah, I mean, you're disciples. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. They've decided to be your guard. Okay. And, um,. And you could try to dissuade them, but they just reappear. No, I should probably do something about that. Uh, (laughs) So, the morning wears on, everybody wakes up, and um, there's a lot of mechanical, uh, abruptly a lot of mechanical um, vibrations coming from the ship. Like, very, very heavy. Uh, And you guys could be... uh, You're on your deck right now. Mm -hmm. You see this... uh, Black Oak is that the, the main <clears throat> bay opens up and the gun comes out. And you see Ilgoth, well, she's not on it, but you see her scurry up from underneath and get in the gunner's chair. And she kind of, she has to almost climb up on it to see, to because you're looking over, mm-hmm. but the gun's huge, so she has to be like, she does this move with her hands, like, get down. Okay. You don't think the way the thing's angled. In fact, she has some, obviously, some control over it, some pitch and yaw and everything. Uh, And there's a three-toned, like, uh, like basically battened the hatches. And uh, the thing warms up. You can hear the deep rumble of it. You can guess that that's what it is. Um, (laughs) On the the deck below. Ooh, don't fire yet. Let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. absolutely be getting out of the way. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, well, you can uh, move. To get there, uh, you don't know exactly what's happening. I mean, I, I could give you a notice, but it won't give you any information. I, I'll just move to get up to the deck. Okay, yeah, everybody's run, running. How about you, Kyrger? What are you doing? Oh, I'm just going to be hanging out my thing, messing around with flesh stuff. I haven't talked to the, uh, the pale one in a while. No, you haven't. So, I'm seeing what she's up to. Okay. It's not super hard. You guys have made this trip a million times. It's just an 11. Okay. That's our sixth player you guys didn't know. He's been here every time. He's just very quiet. Star. Alright. Um, <clears throat> what'd you get? Oh, five. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mr. Zahn just rushes past you <laughs> with a kind of like... I'm not going to say what you say. It was like, oh, come on, kind of moment. <laughs> the dog's just trailing behind, like running behind her, too. And you get about halfway up the stairs, like it's open to the air. And then you've ducked down Black Oak, and you hear a. And a 
like a golden, um, bright flash of light just emanates from the end of the of the gun, and then uh, a fair bit of steam and smoke, and uh, it, in an instant it's over with. The ship lurches, and uh, everybody uh, sort of all aboard the ship, you can guess, is like you know wavering back and forth, and you hear her cursing. And there's a and then something is wrong with the gun, and there's steam coming off. And now you see Ilga like trying to climb up on it, and then it gets too hot. And so another engineer comes up from behind, and now you get to the deck, and you see her just kind of swarming over the thing. Mm. Obviously, something is uh, broken with it. Does it have like cool steam ports and stuff like that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. white stone produces a huge amount of steam. That's how it it's good propulsion but you get the sense that it has to that the gun has to manage the excess uh, mm. and it, it's busted a gasket Ilgoth looks down at you and he's like I, I knew it would work once but I just it's a, she's got a, her weird like welding thing is cutting into something because none of this stuff is like it's not stamped and assembled like on a, it's all handmade and so if you have to, it's really hard to maintain it. And so she leaves the gun up there, and the ship starts to move forward again, and it's slow. I'll yell back up at her. Was this just a test fire, or are we under attack? Oh, yeah, it, uh, it's a test. Ah, Tell Black Oak I'm sorry, but it, it was way above your head. She was aiming at about a 45-degree angle. Uh, you get there to see the... Uh, you can give me an aim roll... To see what the trajectory and what kind of power. I have a feeling someone might have to man this thing eventually, and it'll probably have to be you. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming Ilgoth is old, not alive or something. I'm pretty good, pretty good at aiming. Pretty, pretty decent at it. That's cocked. And it's not great. You have, in fact, not seen the Balin much at all. Oh, she, oh. She's been in her, you, you assume, doing her projects. Mm. Uh, do you go to her room? Yeah, I'll just go knock. Uh, she opens it a crack and mm. you see her. She's uh, just like had a, a bath, mm -hmm. but she's, she's clothed and everything. And she's like, oh, Kyanager, I was going to... Can you give me a few minutes or something I want to show you? Sure. But in my play, it's rather unkept in here. In any case, you don't see anything mm -hmm. through the crack. So she closes it. Yeah. I got fifteen. Yeah. Because I'm incapable of rolling fucking sixes these days. That's fine. Um. By the angle of it, and noticing the power of the much much smaller weapons, that's miles that that thing will go. You don't know how much damage it would have done to the Oblix. You suspect it would have been serious. Whether or not the ship could survive the obelisk attack <laughs> is an open question, too. So it was good you, you all resolved that the way you did. Um, yeah. So now there's a, a bunch of engineers up on the deck, and it's really cluttered. Uh, what are you guys doing? <clears throat> um... I'm kind of... Uh, I'll look over at... Is Ilgoth, like, working, like, furiously? Or can is she, like, able to be chatted with? 
she you've seen her work before. She doesn't mind talking, but it's even oh. her patterns of speech are even worse when she's really involved with something. Oh, she's got boy. her goggles on and is doing the welding. Uh, she's high up on the thing, but you're gigantic, so you could kind of you're only a little under her eye level, and she's kind of crouched on the thing. Would we have seen like I don't know if gunpowder existed in in this world or anything like that. So this nope. is the first cognate that we've seen of like a real firearm. Yep. Okay. Um. <clears throat> now you can be a no roll actually. Oh, okay. Uh, War related. Yes. I think you should make an effort to talk to Ilgoth. Uh, next Fracture Games in three weeks, we could all use some prep. Oh, God. I got an eight on my no-roll. There are terrible engines in the the Hells. Mm-hmm. The ones in the Red Waste were long destroyed. Some grand war between demons. It was probably pretty metal. You, yeah. You weren't involved with it. It was before your time. But their hulks are still out in the Waste. Mostly the homes of, like, bronze scorpions and things like that. And, and, like, devils of ash. They just shelter underneath it because the green sun just, you know, it'll destroy everything if it's, you stay out in it. Uh, but they had something like this, powered by, you know, who knows what infernal magics. The, uh... <laughs> it's powered by souls. It fair, bad, or, you know, pacts and magics of... Literal blood of other demons, maybe, or something stolen from mortal realms beyond. You you, you kind of have a line in it in your head, and then you get lost in this imagery. It's all heavy metal album covers and stuff. <laughs> and, and like you have a loincloth, but a different one in each of these. Uh, but then it kind of fades, and your memories of hell are you can hold on to them. They're not like preternaturally leaving you, but you feel distant from them. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll say, so, out of a morbid sense of curiosity, what has gone wrong with this? What, what's that? What went wrong? Why can it only fire once? Uh, the, the steam back pressure is about twice as high as it is, and it's blowing the seals, so I'm going to have to unpack them, rework them, and then install them again. I'm just removing the thing. She actually cuts through one of them. And I'm probably going to make these fastened instead of molded together. And she hands you down a, a big chunk of brazen steel, which is a, a valve thing with one of the, like, uh, woven brazen steel uh, tubes that inside of it uh, is covered with it's some substance you don't know what it is. Uh, or, uh, it's kind of like plastic, but you don't have any cognate for that. It's some flexible, you know, is that, like, hide? You don't know. And she shows you where it's split up the seam. It's kind of just a crack. It's like, if we'd have fired that again, the whole ship would have been gut shot. I'll look at it like I... <laughs> like, like I pretend to know what's going on. It's like, hmm. Yeah, you need... Yeah. A 220, you need like a 225 in there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm aware that this crack is not supposed to be there. Definitely. Well, you can just drop it or hand it off to... And she just vaguely points at one of the other engineers who looks... Like, oh, I don't work with you eight hours a day. How Every, how heavy is it? It's about 20 pounds. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I mean, she had to, bruh, with a big, heavy work gloves on it. Just, I'll just drop it and see what sound it makes. Yeah. Ding! Yeah. Uh, brazen seal is, is really harmonic, which is a good thing and a bad thing. Uh, it's a good thing in that it's very 
durable and for what you can tell like it's easy to make pure so that it doesn't have flaws that even really good steel does but it also means that any force applied to it is transmitted so oh so it's very i guess brittle by comparison it's not brittle it's just that um like if you you could never make a, a sword purely of that with like a metal guard because the hand shock and things like that would be oh, terrible it's just too rigid yeah let's see uh, oh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Uh, <clears throat> this is not Black Oak's bailiwick at all. Uh, so he's going to take the opportunity to uh, sneak off to visit the sneak. Giant tree's going to sneak off to uh, see the wee timorous beasties as he still has business he needs to address with them in the kitchen. Okay. About the kitchen, you mean? Or? Yes. Oh, okay, right. He never told them to stop shitting in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> of course, of course. All right. Oh, you're going to make it a forbidden place, which means they're definitely not going to go there now. No, <laughs> not a bit. <laughs> what are you doing now? Oh, uh, Gwen is going to sneak, uh, actually sneak, down to the kitchen and uh, set set up like in a corner and just like wait for, to wait till Orana has a minute to speak with me. Okay, you're trying to be stealthy? Yeah. All right, so move. <laughs> You have a stealth talent. I do. Okay. <clears throat> Each shadow is a friend to a prowling hunter. Mm -hmm. Oh, snake eyes. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's an eleven. Okay, you can give me a notice, black coat. Sure. Uh, feel the movement of the earth in my roots. That'll apply here, yeah. Eleven. Huh. <laughs> So yeah, uh, as you're going towards the kitchen, well, no, you're going, you're going towards the wee timber species, right? Yes. At the corner of your eye, going past you around the corner, you just catch a little like bit of movement, and you see Gwen disappear, uh, heading probably just toward the galley. Mm -hmm. But she's just doing. You don't have, you have no idea why. She almost got past you. Um, so. You are going to the wee timber species, and you uh, you make your way into the kitchen. You easily get past the cook, who's so whose movements are easy to time. The thing about sneaking, and it hasn't come up in this game, uh, I'm a little hard ass on it. When you're when it's like I'm going to be sneaking, I'm like the question I'll ask is from whom? Like so, no, it's really hard to do it like in a big melee, except for once and that kind of thing. Uh, but you, you clocked her her movements, and you're actually kind of you, you put the dog to the side because they they they're good in the woods when you're doing this. But here, what are they? I mean, how could they possibly? Uh, so they're just outside of it, and you just shadow her, and you, you don't even have to crouch over or anything. You just kind of her movements. You move out of the way. There's no way to stay in a corner without being seen. But you can keep that up for a while. Eventually, she will either notice you or. Uh, you give her a really big fright. Um, <laughs> I'm not trying to give her a heart attack. I'll just, I'll just like post up in a corner and find apple to eat and just, you know, just wait. Okay, you're waiting for. I'm just with the cook Overana to uh, to notice me so we can talk. Oh yeah, she's like, oh, she knows you. Well, it, yes, you could have an apple. I don't think she had a special voice or anything. She was just. Good Lady Overana, it is not kind to be leaving salt lines and garlic around. 
And was she the one who did it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was the superstitious. It wasn't the main cook. It was the under. I have cook. the ability. To... No, it's the un- it's the undercook. Yeah. 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 I have the ability to capital C call on her. So I just wanted to, because I heard about the uh, the salt lines. So I want to come make a point of it. If you recall, the undercook also had a medallion of yep. some kind. Yeah. Uh, she's not there. She's probably sleeping in or is attending to other duties. And she's like, the cook <laughs> is like, what? salt. Like, spilled? I believe it's your undercook leaving salt lines on the ground. Why would, why would she do that? Oh. It's a superstition to keep creatures uh, like myself away. She is a superstitious girl, yes. Well, I will... What, does it hurt you? It will hurt her far more if she keeps it up. <clears throat> Give me a dominate. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I insert myself in her life, but I have a plan eventually. Yeah, uh, Pale One's taking her a while. You can hear rustling in there, Mm -hmm. and more than one uh, things moving around. Okay. While I wait, I'll trim my uh, flesh butt, because it's been a while. Oh, you just go get him? Yeah. Yeah, you're a few doors away. Yeah, he's huge and fat. What do you... What is the point of having it other than just sometimes like have to cut fat off of him? He creates substrate. Okay. I mean, you do have a room full of it. It's true. You make him look like a poodle. Yeah, but every man, every man, question mark, needs his rituals. <laughs> also, this is his, I guess, his EDC substrate. He's <laughs> got a nice folding bit of living tissue. It's gross. You notice, um, so he stays in your room, right? Mm-hmm. And your room is pretty gross in mm-hmm. general. Uh, there's room for other people to be in there that just don't want to be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you find him in the corner. Uh, there's a little... It's barely a pen. It's just some uh, paneling that's been set up so he just... I assume you didn't want him to get out or anything. Yeah. Because you could have been keeping him in the drawers, but you're not on the iron train anymore. There's no reason to... Yeah. So he's really fat. When you pick him up, you notice he's got... They've healed. It's not that he's hurt, but you can tell by the way his flesh has grown mm-hmm. that there's bites taken out of him. Like... About two inches or less bite marks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've just grown into the flesh in a different way. Yeah. And he's starting to sprout hair. That's when you know it's like a potato growing eyes. That's <laughs> when you really need to trim him. And this is all going to come off anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So give me a craft. Uh, it, 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 you have more than enough to get it. I just want to see what happens. <laughs> oh, what did you get on the dominator? Oh, an eight. She's like, oh, um, certainly. I will tell her she is a very superstitious girl. Should I? Hmm. Well, do you need anything? I. I. She, you can tell she's really confused. Yeah, and doesn't know what to do in this situation. Yeah, I. I'm just gonna move off my post and uh, smile at her. You've passed a second one. Excellent. And just leave. What? <laughs> Oh, I yeah. see what's going on. And the dogs are like falling behind you. So like, yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Bark, 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 bark. I can talk to your dogs now. <laughs> you probably could. I don't imagine they have much interest in to say. <laughs> can you ask them if they were my victim one? Yeah, <laughs> you can be a laborer if you want to help. Sure, I'll help Bill Goff. Yeah, she obviously needs it. Like the weedy engineers aren't helping. Mortal burdens are meaningless? Yeah. 14. Yeah, you're more than able to, like, support the things she's trying to cut. 
and she keeps repeating herself again and again that she's gonna. These are gonna be manuf. These are gonna be. What is that word? It's not manufacture. Stamped. No, that's gonna be uh, processed. Crafted, manufactured. It's a specific uh, fabricated. Fabric, yeah. These are gonna be fabricated, and then she's going talking about tapping for screws and things like that, and then I don't want to have these all have to be torqued in. Oh, that yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's why we decided to mold. She's like arguing with her past self, <laughs> and she's moving these couplings down. Uh, only one of them split, but for her that was enough to know that they weren't strong enough. And uh, some other engineers come up behind you with a big bin, and you're stacking them. She's really, since these are just going in the dumpster or in the scrap metal pile, she doesn't care, but they're very, very careful with them. You can tell they're very carefully engineered with ridiculous tolerances, like... If this ever <laughs> became a thing that you would put on a fleet of boats, the tolerances would have to widen a little bit. This is one of a kind, never been test fired except for like 20 minutes ago. And so it's, you can't field strip the thing. So this is taking a long time, but it's not much for you. And she's kind of glad of the company. Um, the other engineers, they get along with her professionally, but they don't interact with her on a social level. You are human enough now or have been around humans long enough to know that there's this distance between her. Also, she's a leader and there has to be. Uh, I will uh, say, <clears throat> Ilgolf, I know that you're an engineer, but would you say that your passion is more into the shipwright side of things or the large arms side of things? Uh, large weapons. I point up at the giant Oh, uh, yeah. hmm. She actually, like, puts down the, she holds the welder. It's still, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, well, no, not shipwright. It, it did, I mean, I held with the engine, uh, but the, uh, we had more structural engineers with the house. That's their, that's their problem. That's, that's their problem. <laughs> they come to me, like, they come and, and they ask. It's like, this has to do this. You're just breaking a shell around it anyway. But, uh, what I I like the mechanisms that uh, are nobody's ever seen before, and that just takes me wherever they go. And that reminds me when we're done here, I, I want to show you something. Just remind me because I I'm not gonna remember. I will remind you. Okay. And she now moved on to the other side, and you're working there. Can't help but you get this fine uh, brazen steel dust on you, uh, so it, it's kind of a sheen. It has a gold-like flat, like iron pyrite, you know. No, uh, now I'm now I'm silver and sparkly. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. You. Her confusion about arms makes me think that she just wants a condom now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's precedent. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead. You get you open the door to the room of the wheat timbers beasties. It's now, at this point in this room, there's no illusion about, well, what this is. <laughs> Nobody else comes in here for much gentler reasons than they don't go into the flesh crafters' rooms. Um, you do notice at the, not across the, the threshold, but in the, uh, the door frame itself, someone has written very, very small with a stylus, so, uh, some, some things in Illithyrian. It, it, you'd think it was graffiti, but it's very, very straight, and it goes down like about a foot on one side and a foot on the other. Forget if you read Ethereum. Uh, 
Uh, I wouldn't know because that's uh, not my native. Yeah, and uh, looking at it, you can smell like some oil with some herbal infusion in it. It's not unpleasant. It smells floral, where somebody put oil over what they're writing. Um, but uh, after you open the door, there's a, a clanging sound. Well, it, it's clanging for them, for you. It's a tinkling of bells. And you can see that they've managed to hook a mechanism to the door so that it alerts them when it opens, like just the slightest bit of pressure. And it's, they've got like, on the inside of the door, you can see they put more like joinery in there so it doesn't creak open. And also that you can tell that if this encounters anything, any resistance at all, it just stops dead. Because you realize somebody could just slam open this door and a family of 12 is dead. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so it's got these interesting little counterweights. In fact, you come into the room and you see as the door is closing that one of the counterweights is a platform with mice on it with, <coughs> with little barrels and packages. And they're using it to go up to, like, go down to the lower level. As another one comes up to go to these shelves that they've sort of, uh, colonized and expanded. So whoever's doing this engineering is like, well, we're going to need people. This has to go up and down anyway, and we can use it. And uh, so they use it for transport. The ones wave it, they wave at you as they go down and as they go up. Like, <laughs> Give me a no for the understanding, though. Sure. I assume I, I get to add in my, uh, <clears throat> my specialty in understanding them? Yes. Just remember, I'm just thinking on the up elevator, there's a mouse with like a cigarette going, another Monday! Eleven. <laughs> uh, okay, did you did you have an ongoing thing about finally like learning their language? Yeah, that's why I took the, the, spe- the yeah, talent you, form. You'll get a... Um, I might have given you the talent after you had not understood for a while and then you just bought the talent, I think. I... Didn't have the time. I didn't understand. I got super high. You understood I them then. Understood them then, and then you said if you want to keep understanding them, take the talent. So I bought the talent. All right. So this final roll here just sort of seats it, and now you can understand what they're saying. Okay. Uh, they tend to call you the Great One, He whose branches touch the sky, the, uh, the Great Black Oak, and in the center of the room, which is obviously a very central um, location. It's supposed to be a ring of stones, but they don't have stones here, so they're chunks of brazen steel. The amount of effort it must have taken them to get this up here. They've circled around, and it's up against... These rooms are fairly big, but there's a lot of people and a lot of things in here. So they put it up against the wall, and it's a semicircle of just metal objects. You see like a, a tin of tobacco or something, and it's clearly the place where you stood before, and, and, and they just sort of marked it as a sacred area. And also, they keep traffic away from it. Uh, there's no road exactly, but there's plate, like a few feet off the doorway is where their village proper has. And they don't have a fencing, but they have like, little posts periodically. Mind you, the obelisk somehow, where it's like you don't go past this because you're going to get squashed by somebody, even though you're the only one that really comes in there as far as you know. And they, um, Strange William hops down, greets the guards. And and he talked like this, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, back off, back off. Yes. It's all, this is all just squeaks, obviously. Mm-hmm. You see, in the stones, if you want. 
You can go over there. I'll go over to the stone because I don't want to. I don't want to have to make two sets of stones or like a new one every time I show up if I don't stand <laughs> in a different place. So I'll go to the. I'll go to my uh, my location. There's a, a kind of a cheer that goes up like in their whole little society because now this is a holiday. They operate on a different time scale than you do. <laughs> Even just being rodents, but also being obviously whimsical, magical creatures that shouldn't be, but are. But there's a rightness to it somehow. And so they, the little lanterns come down, they pull the blinds so it's nighttime or darker in here. And you, uh, you're kind of just standing there holding court. Uh, it's easy enough to crouch down. Um, a few things happen. A line, a queue forms, extending into their uh, behind the curtains where their whole dwelling is, mm -hmm. of all the sorts of different timorous beasties. And Strange William gets in front, and he's clearly managing it. And you can see it's about 30, 35 of them are coming to either pay respects or ask you a question or ask you to settle an issue. And you can tell... That if, if you talk to every single, you're going to be here for like nine hours. <laughs> uh, at this point, I'm going to play a card because this is probably the only opportunity I'll have to play this particular one that fits. Just uh, <laughs> no, uh, Goblin Market. In your travels, you stumble upon a merchant of wonders, a bazaar of delights, or a store of useful goods. Okay, that's an interesting one. A poem that everybody gets a boner for. In high, uh, college and high school. Mm. Uh, Rossetti? I think yes, so. it was Rossetti. Mm -hmm. um, oh my god, the peaches. Ah, ah. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, the the first one, it's... Uh, the first, they, they have, like, boarding privileges. So, <laughs> four families with pinkies. These are all mice. Mm -hmm. Newborn pinkies, so they each have between like two and five. And they're all swaddled. And it, so there's an enormous amount of like little mice creatures. And they clearly want you to name all of the pinkies in all four of these families. So it's like 28 of them. So now your estimation of how long this is going to take keep, continues to uh, expand. So... Um, we'll see you on the Western continent. <laughs> After like 20 minutes or so. I got a 17 on my craft. On your craft. Okay, yeah, you shave off uh, three units mm -hmm. of substrate and you get them back down to where he's more mobile. Uh, you can, if you want to save the pieces with the bite marks, it's easy enough and it'll stay alive. Because mm -hmm. um, obviously the goal here is never to kill any, it's never um, to destroy it. You're just going to keep that on yourself? Yeah. It's really small pieces of substrate like that take, it would take a, a long time to differentiate on mm -hmm. their own. And you know how to store them so that they'll be torpid very easily. Yeah. And I'll look down at them and kind of, you having some issues with things in the room? Something coming after you? Oh, the, to the flesh pot? Mm -hmm. it's like... <laughs> There's almost no brain tissue in the thing. Yeah. Just enough to move around. But, give me a charm. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, so. 
We're starting with a minus six, aren't we? Yes, we are. Let's <laughs> <laughs> bend. Two die. Negative one. It's a five. Yeah. You got a five. I rolled a five. Oh. Minus six. Uh, no, then it's an 11. Catch sight of yourself in the mirror. And this has been a long time coming. Mm -hmm. And you're still austere and very pale. And you have this alien sense about you. Uh -oh. But you're not an hideous outcast anymore. You can play a card. No, you know reverse card. <laughs> Bizarre transformation as a direct consequence of using an ability. You undergo a startling transformation, which may or may not be permanent. Okay, you just Thanks, happen me. to have that. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm why I thought it was funny because it's like, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you realize though, like this, is, it would be trivially <clears throat> easy to go back to that mm -hmm. right now. Uh, you just there's all you have to do is indulge your desire for the pain principle on the creatures you're making. Mm -hmm. And even though you know that it's bad in a moral sense, every time you make something with nothing like that in it, it always feels unbalanced. It's a small voice that just says that you should put something in there so that it is tormented and in its ecstasy because that's why you're here. But gotcha. you don't do it anymore. Yeah. So if you started indulging in that again, it would come back. Mm -hmm. You're not... You don't think you're a person. I mean, you're a person. You don't think you're a human. Yeah. But it's a, it's just a very subtle thing. You just look kind of like a pale, strange, scarly sort of guy. I mean, you do lose some from that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. You've down here, uh, downgraded, upgraded to a B-tier villain <laughs> from Castlevania. <laughs> don't the, let anyone... Did you leave your door open, by the way? Yeah. Yeah, because I was anticipating... And in fact, um, to come in. Awesome. there's a clearing the throat, and you look around, and the pale one is standing. She's kind of standing in an odd way. She's got her robes on. She looks tired, but very pleased. She has this glint in her eye. Mm -hmm. She's like, well, I have something I want to show you. Okay. I don't know how you're going to react, but, and then she steps to the side, mm -hmm. and there's a little figure standing there. A little pale, child-sized biped mm -hmm. with like maggot pale flesh. It's wearing kind of a tunic. Mm -hmm. It's got a head. You don't see eyes. Mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of featureless, but then the thing turns its head and looks at you. It is a head, mm -hmm. and you do see that it does have eyes. They're just underneath a transparent, translucent film of tissue in front of it. Big blue eyes, mm -hmm. and it's got ear holes, and it, it holds up. A uh, four-fingered hand and waves at you. Hello. And it has a little slit of a mouth and two holes for noses. It's very thin and slight. Mm -hmm. It says hello. 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 Like it just learned the word. This is umphalus. 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 Like umphalos, which means belly button, basically. <laughs> <laughs> of which he has none. Yeah. Well, he's got a tunic on, and you don't know the gender at all. Yes. Yeah. Perfectly neutral. Um, give me a no roll. I guess what Adrian's trying to say is the command stick is pink. <laughs> <laughs> a pregnancy test. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> no, you said? Yeah. Uh, 
I'm saying no as well. <laughs> We're going to have the gender reveal. Is it malignant or benign? <laughs> oh, yellow. Okay. Uh, yeah, yellow. I don't know. Huh. I- you know, I guess in a way, this is probably an easier way of making another person for her. <laughs> Through my experiments of Unlock the Mysteries of Life? Yeah. Okay, so 23. Okay. Um, suddenly all of the thing, uh, the time away, the secretiveness that she's been engaged in sort of makes sense now. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that what she's done here... You've never created, like, a, a thinking being. And, in fact, most of your work has been tormenting people who came to the labyrinth mm-hmm. and things within it. That You've never done anything like this before. And there's this sense that it's just wrong. And you don't know where that's coming from. Because it's actually, like, there's also a sense that, that she's obviously gotten a lot more skilled. Mm-hmm. And this is an incredible breakthrough. In a perverse way, but there's this, this you have an almost human re- revulsion reaction that you can stymie if you want, but if you pull back, you know, uh, and then you'll get two questions in your conversation with her if you have one. Mm-hmm. I will um, try not to show my disgust okay. to not be um, offensive, but I'm not gonna like fight it in my head. You know, I'm not gonna be like, no, 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 no this is fine. <laughs> okay. Um, trick for a charm. Mm. You don't have disadvantage to those anymore. That's true. <clears throat> Let's see. Trick is agile. Yeah. I'll do trick. Spin. Doesn't get a lot of use in, in this game so far. Not that it wouldn't have been useful, but you know. Not a very tricky group. Mm-hmm. No, I've, I've wanted to take a character that uh, has trick, but it just didn't make sense for this one. It's a succeedingly blunt in- set of instruments as you go around the roster. Yeah. <laughs> and this is about right, yeah. I think. <laughs> uh, five. Yeah, uh, she, she, she looks at you and is just confused and in follows. He, he's looking up her for cues and he lifts his little arm up. I'm using he just because, you know, whatever. It's English. Mm. And, uh, and she, she takes his hand, reflexively not looking down. And you can tell that she's actually hurt. Because she just clocked your reaction at me and said, Well, I, I hope you aren't angry. Um, no, I'm not, not angry. Um, curious to know how um, you've achieved this, this task. I've never created anything that had... Sentience, I guess. Oh, I, I had wondered about that. It was the most difficult part. Mm. I think, of course, I would never have this facility with the flesh that you do, but because I, I wrote everything down, mm. every time I learned, it was hard, it's hard for me to learn, it's a difficult art. And I wrote everything down, and because of all of the, uh, she points to the door to the flesh room, mm-hmm. all the substrate, I... There's a much, much trial and error, but they've been disposed of. Don't worry about them. Uh, and, and it was a long process. You, uh, we tend to work very quickly, mm-hmm. uh, unless it's a 
tableau of torment and delight, which I, I don't do that anymore. But, and he, he does not, it does not bear that. So he's not suffering? No. Um, I don't know how it will grow. He was in a, uh, and she described something using the lexicon that you have. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, essence pod. Mm. And it was like, it's probably some hideous, like perversion of a womb that's just sitting out with tubes coming in, tentacles for no reason, and you know, uh, a the lot first, of undefined fluid. The first image I had is the uh, the weird Thalmer things that burst out of the. Uh, oh the, yeah, with the, with the wings and whatnot. Oh god, Charis. Yeah. <coughs> Not it wouldn't have been as chitinous. There'd yeah. be no reason for that. Yeah. A lot more. Alien eggs, but they're all flesh colored. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's cool. Fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it looks up at you. Hello. Hello. The pale one says he only or I. It, I don't know how many words it knows, but that was just last night when you were having your revelry. Hmm. It began to speak. Do you have? Um, do you have an end goal? I know you said that you're not sure what it's going to, but do you have an idea of like maybe where this might go, what you're hoping to, to gain from this? I hope for the talk with you later in private. And the glint comes back in her eye. Mm -hmm. You can ask a good question. You know, you, you can take your time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let's see. So you finish up uh, with like the decoupling. Yeah. Uh, one of the sailors comes from the bridge and is arguing with the under engineers, and they're just like, "Look, we have to, we have to fix it." And they hand a report to the sa sailors, who just begrudgingly takes it back to the bridge. Excuse me, and the captain, um, because this thing is going to have to stay open to do this work. There's just not enough room to maneuver when it's in bay to put in the new couplings and probably more robust. Uh, hoses so it's just kind of dominating the ship and because it's deployed it's maneuver the ship's maneuverability is a little compromised uh the speed's pretty good you're just heading into it's you know mid-morning blisteringly hot day but this the a little bit of wind from the past and physical speed um sort of makes it not unpleasant and everyone's sort of gotten used to it uh, I, once things start, like once things start seem like they're winding down, I will remind uh, Ilgoth, like you had said to remind you that you had something you wanted to show me. Oh yeah, that was like a half hour ago. Yes. We're, uh, we're not done here. Oh, I mean, you, I so, sir, you if you you need to do something. No, no, <laughs> I, I assumed because the, these are just the decoupling. Now we got to do a flushing cycle of the. And she opens up a panel and she points into it. All you see is these weird, like, tubes, like crystal and, uh, honest to go goodness, steampunkery and greebles, you know? And she points and she uh, kicks a lever and it takes a gear out of, uh, it decouples a gear. She says, hey, yeah, see in there? Clearly. Ah, how incredibly foolish of me. <laughs> Please continue. Um, but, yeah, we're going to have to remove. <laughs> we're gonna have to remove all the side panels here she hands you that one yeah I'll, I'll keep helping that is heavy it's like an inch thick of brazen steel 
And so those, you, uh, some of the engineers near you are just kind of swarming around. They put down a thick cloth and they take the, the, the panels from you very carefully. You can tell how carefully engineered they are. You can't just throw these around. And so more of this. <laughs> In spite of not under really understanding it, Galdareth is fascinated by the giant war machine. Yeah. I'll let you get another no roll here in a second. Okay. So, you're at the line of little mice families. This is, I'm going to get whiplash here. <laughs> uh, before they start, I'm going to make my announcements. <clears throat> of the... Uh, I have spoken to the... Uh, to the cook in the kitchen. They all get quiet. The squeaking just dies down. We have reached an agreement. If you clean up after yourselves, and any waste that you leave there, either poisons nor traps will be placed down to hinder you. Uh, they do also ask that when you take the food, since you have knives and swords, Cut it out. Don't chew it out. Okay. You can... Are you done? Or are you... Uh, if you want to say any more. And lastly, I will give you this gift. It was gifted to me, and I will pass it on to you. And I'll give them the Book of Codes, so that, since they can clearly read Eletherian, even, I, even if I can't, uh, so they can determine... Because the... Whistles can be heard all across the ship, right? Mm -hmm. So they can determine what is going on with the world <laughs> ah, okay. above as uh, from, the, from the sound of the whistles. Uh, argue or charm two feet. Okay. And you pass down the Ten Commandments. On the <laughs> kind <laughs> of. Let my people go. And that was a charm. Okay. They were never going to resist. What you're doing, I'm just trying to see the, the level. There's this aura of reverence that comes over them. So it's a, it's a book, you know, it's not a heavy book. It's just a pamphlet. But to them, it's a great holy text. You hand it <laughs> down. Uh, Strange William kind of clocks what's going on. And he yells at some of the other bigger rats to grab the thing. And they move aside out of the circle, and uh, they place it under a mat made out of woven reeds or something. It could just be tail in tailings from the kitchen that they've somehow tanned or like treated, and, and they put it on that. Um, what do Growly or sorry, um, Strange William says? What What are we? What are they to do with it? Can they read it? Some of them. If they read it, it will tell them what the noises above mean. Oh, and there's like a lot of, like a, you hear little taps as their feet in, in, in like understanding and delight. And there's a lot of scratching and tail twitches and squeaks. Clearly it had been weighing on them. Because these are just <clears throat> fell tones from a beyond. <laughs> the inscrutable voice of God they could never understand and always seems angry. <laughs> and, and so they take it, um, a, a little... Vol 
who's uh, being led out with uh, a set of other voles, uh, clearly a wiser, older uh, mass or vole you've never seen before. It's like he's, he's been here 10 years, but that doesn't make any sense. And he comes out and he directs them and he like does a little bow and he, they, they tend to pat their heads when they bow at you. It's really hard to catch, but they, they do that. And they'll do it in unison, almost like they've been doing it for a long time. And he reverently directs them to drag the little mat into what you see is a whole structure they've built out of, you know, bits of crate, barrel, um, a couple of chunks of brazen steel, like flashing. They've made a little, it's not a chapel, it's more of a meeting house, it's just in the corner of the room. Um, eventually I'll draw a sketch of this because it's actually more complicated than the ship. Uh, <laughs> And they set about to removing the roof or moving the walls around so there's space for this there. This is really weird how this is coming together. If anybody's read the intro fiction uh, <laughs> to Never After. Um, and so they're delighted. They light more lanterns. And you, you can give me a notice. Because now almost all the citizens are out. It's hundreds of individuals. We have been gifted the means to hear the voices from heaven. <laughs> uh, feel the movement to the earth and my roots? Sure. Okay, what's your question there? Um, so, the plus things that I've created, do they grow, or are they pretty much what they are once they're created? It, it's entirely up to you what you want them to do. Gotcha. So, I mean, my question mainly is, like, will... Um, fellows age and grow like an adult, or she, uh, the pale one has him in front of you, and he's very placid. There's this calmness in him, uh, that is completely unlike a child of that age. Not that you have much experience with that, yeah. Uh, but she's more than happy to let you like kneel down and look him over. Sure. Uh, he, he holds out his arms, and in fact. When she does that, he gets into, he T-poses a bit. Yeah. Because she clearly does this all the time. Yeah. And he moves his head back and forth. He lets you look through the 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 flesh that covers his face, which covers all of his body. Mm -hmm. It's not um, conventional skin. Okay. Uh, because it's translucent. And you can see veins uh, that run uh, in different ways than veins of a person would. And uh, he... he Holds the tunic open, and you can see there's pulsing in his chest. And he's got a rib cage of a sort, but it's laid out differently. Mm -hmm. And the organs in there are arranged in a way, and you'd have to cut him open or like open him up the way you do it to, to check them out. Yeah, uh, it's fairly new. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's gonna grow, and you would guess fairly quickly. And judging by, unless some, there's something hidden in him that will start a, a metamorphosis once he reaches like a, a intermediate phase, mm -hmm. if he stays in this sort of configuration, he won't get much bigger than a, an adult human mm -hmm. unless something weird happens. Yeah. But it's really good work. It's meticulous in a way that you not always are. It doesn't have the, I'll just make this completely new thing up that just works that you have. It doesn't have the inspiration. Yeah. She's clearly just worked on it obsessively for weeks. It's like her thesis. Yeah. <laughs> and she's very proud of it. Yeah. Um, she hands him a little uh, ship's biscuit mm -hmm. and he opens his slit of a mouth and he's, he doesn't have teeth exactly. It looks like made out of teeth like material but it's one piece on the top and one piece on the bottom Yeah. and it has different shapes 
like the different kinds of surfaces of your teeth. So mm -hmm. he has sharp one part of it in, in front. the front, and then yeah, and he has a little darting tongue, and he mm. eats it quietly. He holds his hand underneath it to catch the crumbs. Mm. Okay, um, let's see. Adrian, I want to make it known that I fucking hate the monotooth. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Just so easy to clean. You don't have to floss. <laughs> That's fair. It's your own mouth guard. Also, you only have to lose one tooth. Uh, yeah. It's a rough day. <laughs> nine, but or well, whenever that happens. Yeah, but then this tooth fairy comes and you make bang. Fit it on. Um. So, I kind of left you. Uh, for a bit, Gwen, you were you left the kitchen. Yeah. You do see the far into the hallway. He and him talking to the pale one, and you see the figure as I've described it. Uh, it's eating a little biscuit. The, you, your hounds like kind of cluster around your feet. Are you gonna get a visit from the hunter fairy? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I, I'll, I'll just pull him away, and we'll, we'll keep going. Okay. Nope. 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 <laughs> Tell her what she's won, Bob. <laughs> An all-expenses paid trip to Uncanny Valley. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just turns the letters wrong, stares into the camera, drooling. <laughs> Why did they spend so much time making the easiest job in the world easier for her? Because she was pregnant and they didn't want her reaching up high. Oh, like you can't have a stick. Or just... <laughs> <laughs> it's not... It's she was not... infected with child, alright? <laughs> okay, this is getting to your... You're getting, We're not, a little bit too far in character. <laughs> let's not go mazes and monsters on this. <laughs> I don't want to be Black Oak. I want to be Debbie. <laughs> I'm, I'm fighting the zombies like by yourself. This metaphor has gone way too far. <laughs> well, we did the short with yeah, but oh. those are the gamers. Oh, oh my god, this is the best thing ever. I don't remember what it was called though. You have to tell me again. Can we take a pause? I was gonna. Eat. Do you have any beer that's left? Yeah. All right. So what were you doing, uh, Gwen, since you left? Yeah, I had left there. Um, I was probably going to just, from there on, uh, go up to the dock to play, to the deck to play with the dogs because I've been going off off on trips away from the pups and I haven't had time to hang out with them. Okay, you can just give me a move. You just want to unstructured like play and uh, yeah, just unstructured, board. just play, having a good time, maybe throw in some stuff. Yeah, they, lo they love playing on the pentagram and around there. Of course they do. Let's do it, yeah. Yeah, so give me a, give me a move. <clears throat> or uh, a, a create, if you want to. Create is charismatic. Mm -hmm. Make sure that I've deducted. Ah, yes. So. I got a 20 on my uh, no roll. Yeah, it, <laughs> among the crowd of the, um, the Wheat Timbers Beasties, there, there's a lot of chatter, a lot of talking. You hear names of different beasts and uh, mice and such. They're at, they're rumor mongering, and they don't know who did the like, like leaving like crap all in the kitchen. But eventually, they start to whisper name a name. It's uh, Dirt Claw. And there's a, they get this real sort of oh. 
those dirt claws. Then like a matronly, um, basically it's a, a desert mouse. Mm-hmm. She's got a little kerchief on. She's like, I know it was them. And she points. And in the corner, they hadn't come out. Uh, it's like on the same wall as the door. In a ramshackle little building, you see uh, four rats, like four gray rats, and, and they're looking over, and they just, rude gestures, they're just doing rude gestures and tapping their tail at everybody, and like, everybody else is like, whoa, they get up to no good, I knew they shouldn't be allowed their own place, like, and then um, out of nowhere, like, Strange William just gets this look in his eye, and a torch appears in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> and there's this, there's, you're at a moment where this could go a certain way. No, we're not turning this into <laughs> fucking kill the beast slash Omelos to electric boogaloo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'll. God, okay, fine. I'm just going to look at all of them. And I'm going to say, and I'm just going to. Command. Stop. Okay, that's dominating. You have a feat. You can have your second question. What was the wrongness that I felt about this situation? Is it was it like from that something within me? Like, because she said that it's not tormented, you right? Know, so I assume no. it's not you know evil or anything like that. But I felt a profound like wrongness, like something is wrong about that. So what is what is that? Something that would have never, you would never even known or thought about is that it's just unnatural. He wasn't born a woman. <coughs> but you don't know anything about souls and you still don't think about that stuff much. Yeah. But it's like, this is not, he, and he looks about Lena's age, mm-hmm. as far as you can tell, mm-hmm. and is only weeks old. Um, doesn't act. He doesn't. It doesn't act like a child in any way. He doesn't really act like a human at all. Mm-hmm. Um, he does like while you're examining him. He yawns a bit, and Palin says, "Well, he sleeps briefly many times a day. Mm-hmm. Those have been growing longer, so I assume he will move on to a more uh, human schedule. He he, he he does eat quite a bit. I see. Um, does he require? Yes." Um, due to the nature of how the, the creation, she actually pitches her voice down a little bit, how he was created, it, it, they call it it, it seems rude, I don't know, mm-hmm. um, he, he grew very quickly and his body has to catch up with it, uh, and also has to, he has to sleep a great deal, and so he looks up at her, it's like, bedtime, very quiet voice, mm-hmm. I would like to look over your notes if... Oh, of course, yes. Yeah, at some point. I'll get them when we lead and follow us back. I see. And he, he still has her hand, and he just pads very softly mm-hmm. uh, back to her room. You see, around the corner, because, you know, two big hallways, everybody's in everybody's business all the time. Yeah. You see, uh, Lena and Tall, they have their bows in hand. They're going to go up on deck, and they're looking over, and Lena just hugs Tall. <laughs> And, and, and he looks at you like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and then he just leads her up onto the deck. They kind of just under, they felt in their child minds that dogs were playing. <laughs> so, Poppers. Yeah. So uh, what did you get on your uh, move or, co- or create? 24. Okay. 
on move. Yeah, you just start like having them chase each other and doing tricks and uh, tumbling, just not even thinking about it. it it's good to get, I mean, you've had brief moments of a very intense physical activity and then nothing at all. So it's good to move and you look over well, where Black Oak would be and you're like, oh, I could swing among the branches or oh. he would never let you do that. It'd be incredibly rude. <laughs> um, and you're around the pentagram and then the dogs are playing. You see Tall and Lena come up, and they, she's clapping her hands, and they put their bows down, and it, they want to come cavort with you. Come, come. Give some pets to the dogs, and afterwards, will you let me help you with your stance? I, you haven't practiced archery in a bit. Okay. okay. Yeah, she, she's been doing a lot of reading, and uh, I've instructed her in... Um, and he just gets in a kind of a fist of cuffsmanship stance. <laughs> you can see he's got a little mark on him where she might have clogged tagged him. She doesn't seem hurt. And they begin to cavort with you. Okay. A few of the engineers who are like dealing with because you hear a lot of clanking and and things, but it's far enough down on the ship, and since you're heading into the into the like the the wind, the sound doesn't carry as much. So, kind of alone out here. Uh, I guess the the bodies of the fallen soldiers in the soil, but that's behind the curtain, you know. <laughs> uh, and you sort of lose yourself in memory um, of times past. Your interactions with children were always good to neutral it, with everybody else it was neutral to bad yeah um, I mean in some of the neutral ones it's, it's like okay this is if this reads like this is a happy ending but this wasn't a happy ending kind of thing <laughs> it's like well now they're beholden to the forest and they're, they were turned into foxes <laughs> but it seems like yay foxes and um, the, the, you're just cavorting and capering and you kind of everybody loses themselves in it you do see a couple of the engineers just kind of stopping and watching you, fascinated, but it's just not even, doesn't even register in your mind. Um, let's see, uh, you hear you hear the barking of the dogs and the children playing, and you look over, it's like, ah, well, they're busy, and Gwen's doing something, and, and you look back, and then uh, Ilgoth has this huge um, armature with, like, uh, it has a sear on the end of it. It's very complicated machinery. She's like, just hold this carefully. Uh, it's like, oh, she, she's had to leverage it up with a pry bar and other things, and she's just kind of letting it slide down the, the cloth she's played, placed over it. When you grab it, it's like, yeah, that's 100 pounds. She's stronger than she looks. I mean, she didn't, <laughs> she didn't toss it to you. <laughs> but, and uh, the engineers are very careful with that. That's the main firing transfer. So it's an important mechanism and a point of failure. I mean, it's a point of failure. I have redundancies that I wanted to, but we were under a different schedule. Don't so just be careful with it. Uh, probably don't need to replace that, but I always check that. As we, if you do anything with the gun, got to check the armature to make sure because if that fails, it all fails. And there's a pause, and she's like, "Right." And then she gets back to it. We don't have too much more. You can hear kind of echoing inside of the. She kind of half crawled into the thing. Um, what'd you get on your dominate? Uh, Beware the Wrath of a Gentleman. Mm -hmm. 
24. Yeah. Your voice, it's not booming, because you, you wouldn't, I assume you don't want to go full volume at the Wee Timorous Beasties. Not yet. Okay. But for them, it's incredibly loud. And they all, like, do the little head pats thing. And you see the, the Dirt Claw gang, they're just like, shit, and they just run into their little hideout. <laughs> Strange William douses his torch, and everybody looks chagrined enough. But then um, the uh, little desert rat matron, she says, but what are we to do? They can't be allowed, and they won't abide by the rules. You won't abide by the rules you've passed to us, Great Plot. You see, I'm definitely doing this, I don't care. <laughs> you see, under the curtain, like in the middle, like there's some activity, and pushing past into it, you see uh, Strange William looks over to wh whoever's doing that, and he gets this kind of chagrined look in his little ratty face, but they come through anyway, and you see a tiny gallows. Uh, it's like five inches high, it's on little wheels made of spools of thread, and a little like thick cord on it, and then Strange William's like, no, 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 and they're like, why? And then they chirp at him a little bit and, and squeak, and then they roll it back, and they clearly just made the thing in the last five minutes. How would that work? There's not enough weight <coughs> to break the neck. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Black Oat's going Old Testament, and then they're getting medieval. <laughs> and you can tell Strange William is scratching his head, and he looks guilty, and uh, yeah. And so they, she just asks what, what to do. You have Raised this entire society with very little of my intervention. I trust that the group of you, all of you, can come to an accord, a peaceful accord, one that is based on understanding and yeah, he's actually going to say it. the virtues of the three mm -hmm. there's like kind of a some twitchings of half remembered like recollection the virtues of help virtues of knowledge and the virtues of wonder be yeah. better than this Okay, that's a belief. You can have three feats. Give me a notice, Gwen. Now, she takes uh, Boss back to... She opens a room up, and you see it's very neatly appointed. Yeah. Almost, you wouldn't even know what she did for a living. Yeah. And in it is a, a very nicely set up cot for Umphalas and the remnants of a meal that she begins cleaning up. And he eats another ship's biscuits and, and drinks water. And he, he, he weighs it. Good to meet you. It's good meeting you. Good night. Sleep well. And he curls up. It'll like he he folds his arms. His joints are very flexible around this, and pulls his knees up just like the horses of the men. You don't know why. Oh, weird. Okay. And she puts a, a thick blanket over him, and he begins to almost immediately go to sleep. Mm. Uh, the gifts of the heart allow the healing of the soul. Yeah. yeah. Twenty-four. They're all 
there's these uh, nods of understanding that come from the beasties and you feel a sense of pride sort of well up in them and and like a can do sort of a feeling comes along them and all the little families with pinkies they look at each other and they're like hmm and they just leave the line of naming clearly they're going to go do it themselves and that's so that's boom a third of your work done if you want to <laughs> there's still a line for people who have issues but clearly the believeral some have decided that they can do it themselves there's only about six it's like two bulls two mice uh and a rat and some uh, it's not they, they don't have anything quite that big like uh strange William is probably the biggest creature that lives among, among it's just some rodent creature from probably the plains or so or who knows I don't know where half these things came from. I'm a tree no. in a forest. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know a lot of them. They're not native to the great forest of the north. There's only like four or five. Well, there were some um, stoats that almost qualify, but they would be like a mortal enemy of these. Um, so there's only six that are still. The, um, the matron clearly has taken charge. She, she's a wise woman for them, and they probably look to her. And they all, and she leads them off, and they all, like, give their obeisances, and your name is heard, and they're all talking amongst themselves about the plans they have. I'll ask William to go and check on the the other side of the tracks, the outcast, the whatever they are. Dark and, and see if they have anything that they need to bring to me, in terms of business, not, like, offerings. Uh, you, you want to talk to them? The Dark Claw Gang? I want you to talk to them. Like, oh, for, for right now? Like, why Just for this time, yes. Okay. And he scampers off. We could all take a minute and remember that tunnel snakes rule. We're <laughs> <laughs> the tunnel snakes. <laughs> Even though <laughs> when you're introduced to them, what they were about to do to Amada. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, so, um, the supplicants who are asking for... It, I'm not going to detail all of them. Mostly it's about, like, half of them, it's who gets to build where. And, like, one, the family, one family of mice saying that there's a family, of, uh, a big family of voles that lives right next to them, and they're very, very loud, and they want to build, like, a buffer... But that interrupts somebody else's dwelling, who's one of the other people, and it, it's easy enough to resolve. Um, you give them permission to make the buffer, but it has to work with the architecture of the other person's house, and they all have to equally contribute to it because of the harmony of everything. And in resolving that, another one of the mice leaves clearly like, no, yeah, okay, that's how we do this, right. Um... And the, after she's done meeting with the dispersing crowd, the matron comes over and says, Should we, would it be good, great one, to write down our ways, uh, laws, as you say? <laughs> he takes a long thing. She dies of old age. No. <laughs> he might. She might, given how quickly they age. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> I 
is neither good nor bad. But do as you feel is needed. Hmm. Uh, thank you, Great Paco. I will think on it. He comes from an oral society, so he sees he doesn't see like the true value of having things written down compared to Yeah. Um The others are who gets to marry whom. And that's it's this is a well who wants to marry whom and they're like oh this is how they want to do it it's like well why don't the parents want to some old grudge or the the mom not thinking that the daughter is good enough for her son and you say well they clearly love each other get over it and your mere presence just resolves all of it and they skitter away Strange William comes out with four scruffy gray rats just awful looking like these look like proper rat rats like you you want to call an exterminator for you can they come over you can smell them you know it's just they smell like pee and anger <laughs> and they're sitting there and they really didn't want to one of them is rubbing his ear i mean even though they're mean rats they're about you know almost like strange williams almost twice their size and mean in his own right he's like i brought them he's like, i'm watching them too the leader steps uh forward and he's got uh, like a, a pink nose but a chunk's been taken out of it. I'm black nose. What do you what what do you want? Uh great one. <laughs> the rest of the town has had their chance. Do you have any issues which you need to bring to me? I do not wish you to feel left out or issues. Yeah. And he looks at the others. They whisper to each other. And that's just too like, quiet for you to understand. Yeah, when we, when we push people down and take their things, they, I don't like when they whine about it. They should stop that. And like, yeah, yeah. You stop whining. Do these look like the offspring of the one who tried to challenge me? Maybe. That long ago? Maybe. Hard to tell. They don't really age like crazy fast. It's just things are different when you come by. Yeah. Um, How many of them are there? There's four. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna treat. Do to them the same thing I did to the one who may or may not have been their offspring. Mm -hmm. I'm basically going to sort of hold them down very Mm -hmm. gently so as not to injure them. Okay. Do an alpha roll on the on the tiny mice, yeah, and <clears throat> inform them that when I said be better, that also applied to you. Okay, I'll let that bleed ride unless you want to roll it again. Uh, I'm good. I'll, I'll keep that twenty four. Like, <laughs> they struggle a little bit, but it's a giant. You just lay like a finger. It's like a log. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Strange William is so pleased. <laughs> you know he wants to go over and kick him in the head. While he's do it. When you lift it up, they're all like shivering and, and like, okay, 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 we will, right. we will. And if it was you who shat in the food, don't do it again. Okay. And they look at uh, a female rat who's just got, she's got a larger snout and she's a little, uh, a little fat. She's like, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> and then they, in shame and guilt and fear, they scuttle off 
And Strange Williams is like, he, he's got his vest on, he's doing that, ah, yeah, my work here is done. And then he just clambers back up, yeah. I'm going to make my goodbyes before this turns into like a bender's ass situation. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, they're getting busy doing things, like just clearly there's a lot of activity. Now that you can understand them, it's just a cacophony. Um, and you leave the, as you cross the threshold... The cool air of the ship that's ventilated with very careful pumps, it's like the the air is different. Not like that place, it, place was just gross and stuffy. It was a little bit. But it's like it's like going outside, and it's, it's kind of an odd transition. You close the door gently. You hear a little tinkling of the bells. All right. Um, Galzareth. Mm-hmm. The, um, after she takes that main armature out, uh, she instructs the last thing you have to do is this a giant drop cloth that they put over the whole thing. We're not we're not supposed to get rain soon. It, it's fine if it did it. It would have to drain it, but it doesn't. It won't damage anything. But by tomorrow, hopefully, we can at least get what needs to be attached, such that we can lower it and the work on it in the bay. So says thank you very much, Galzer, and actually just uh, on the shoulder a little. Uh, a punch on the shoulder. And she hops down and then just cricks her neck. Ugh. So, yeah. Okay. Everybody shifts over, or however that, I don't know how that works. And they look at each other, it's like, no, their shift is not over. <laughs> and they're not going to listen to her in that regard. <laughs> she doesn't do the scheduling. Um, I. I uh, I'll look at her, look back up at the machine, just make double sure this time that this is actually the end of it, and it's like, is now the correct time to remind you that you wanted to show me something? Yes, yes. Uh, give me uh, an hour or so to clean up. I'm going to have something to eat and uh, get a bath. She's covered with grease and flecks of gold. Why don't you just tell me where to meet you? Uh, it's, uh, your little meeting hall that you, you guys have. Excellent. About an hour? Okay. Yes. Uh, and, she, and they all <coughs> disperse. Dude, they're still playing out there. Um, I got 12 on my notice. Yeah, something's going on. You can't quite put it together. The children are laughing. The dogs are barking and, and cavorting. And you're laughing too. But you start to laugh a little louder. And the children laugh a little louder. There's delight and joy in their eyes. Um, and you're, doing, you're just running around holding hands. And the one dog has the tail of the other in their mouth and the chain. And the dog in front has got a little bit of Lena's clothing and, and, and a line and a line. So something's going on. Back of your head is, um, there's a, is this, what are you, what am I doing? What's going on? And as you go around the circle, again, you see Lena, uh, there's a line of runes that begin to glow on her face, like one after the other, very slowly. So, yeah. Bye, puppers. It's an 18 enchantment come, coming to you. It's you don't know what it is. It's just a sense of things. It doesn't. It doesn't feel hostile or anything else. You. It's not directly so. You're doing something. Oh, and then I accept. Okay. You can hear them as you as Ilgoth walks away, and you just kind of lean over and see them <coughs> doing running around. They look 
don't know. The air is a little shimmery around them. That's all that's different. It's just a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> it's Midsommar! <laughs> <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> um, Galdrick, pirate. come and play. <laughs> yeah, it's ever so lovely down here. <laughs> You'll float too. You'll float too. Um, yeah, what are you doing, Patrick? Um... I'll probably go meet up with everyone. I'll, you know, say goodbye to the pair one and then try to meet up with the folks because I haven't seen people in a while. And I have news. Before uh, you leave, <laughs> she hands you a giant volume and oh. then uh, a tube with scrolls in it uh, that's attached to it. Mm. It's head. She, these are my notes on this. I have others, but those aren't as important as the main one. I'll read over um, and I'll... I eagerly await your response. Okay. I, I will... Um, yeah, we'll take the time to go through this, and it's possible I might be able to help or... Um, oh, of course it's possible for you to help. Or, yes. I mean, Based on your no roll, you know how she did what she did. Oh, really? Okay. And yeah. you could probably do it. Oh. You're just thinking in your head how you would have done it differently, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, and there might be a way to do it all in one go. Mm-hmm. And you look over as you're walking by to the door of flesh, which there has, like, there's a big blood vessel that takes up the whole window it's just pulsing <laughs> and uh, you see a lot of activity you hear things coming from the deck because the stairwell that leads up is usually open and, and uh, you can, it sounds kind of channeled down into it <clears throat> yeah sounds like laughter yeah I'll, um, I'll put the uh, the notes in my um, in my room mm-hmm. and then I'll um, yeah I'll make my way up to the deck to see what's going on can I get one of those dark truths yeah, yeah. thanks um Let's get down to business. Um, you can give me a notice, Blacko. Sure. You see your compatriots kind of milling around in the hallway. Sure, why not? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, fill the movement of the earth and my roots. Uh, no, we'll not apply for this. Okay. Remember, I have, I have your, uh, Notice talents. Uh, 16. Okay. Like, uh, there's almost... You're in the hallway. You feel a stir of breeze in your leaves that just that can't be coming from... There's no way it could come from the ship's air. Something odd is happening. Strange William, like, chitters. What's he saying? No, he's just making noises. Okay. Kind of unsure. Like... It's a, oh, is there a storm coming kind of feel to it? Galzareth, uh, you can give me a notice as well? Sure. You will not. <laughs> things are on nope, your mind. I got a three. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about how do I can, how do I elegantly break to the rest of the group? It's like, so my hanger on created life. <laughs> I have no idea what this is going, what this means or what it might grow into. It means that. that wait, just wait, just wait, just wait, just <laughs> wait. Um, so, you, you uh, catch sight of Black Luke, you catch sight of the Kyogre. You're still on the deck, right? Yeah. You, feel, you don't feel tired, but you feel like, oh, I've done some like, honest work. <laughs> you're not as dirty as Ilgoth was because you didn't climb into the thing, but you got grease on your hands and the, the, 
the brazen steel dust. You know, you, you shift your armor a little, you know, you're strong enough that it didn't bother you to wear it, but it's like, what a really dumb thing to wear while you're doing that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I have to wait for my, uh, wait for the second arc when I take it off and it hits the ground and goes... You don't sweat, but you'd never really sweat, so you wouldn't know what that was anyway. I look over at, I mean, I look over at what they're doing, but I, I, I roll very poorly on my notice. You all gather up on the deck, I assume. Yeah. Yeah, you see the shimmer of where they're running around the circle of the pentagram, and every time Lena goes by, you catch a sight of blue on her cheek. Oh. Does it look like... It looks, it looks like the rune structures that's in her skin, but hidden usually, are now starting to light up. Uh-oh. I'm gonna give it, like, one more go-around before I do anything. Okay. There's this, uh... Let's see, what do I describe it as? There's this wind that just blows from the sea, like the headwind coming straight at it. Uh, it's not super strong, but it's it's out of nowhere, cloudless sky, noon. You know, it's like 100 degrees out. There's a cool wind just comes in. It's, it's, it, it, it brings the scent of the sea, but also soil. Uh, it, it's alarmingly familiar to you, Black Oak, but you can't place it. Um, you can give me a no roll. Oh, but that'll be what you're doing for a beat if you do. Sure. Um, and you, uh, in the distance, there's a haze because of the heat in, in, this, in the ocean. It's just normally just flat, and there's almost no wave. There's a shimmer uh, a few hundred yards out. Out into the ocean? Mm hmm. Okay. Uh, wisdom of Fallen Forest and Bygone Era? Mm hmm. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a 13. Gwen's calling on something from long ago. Either a debt or a credit or something. You look at her and you don't know if she knows what she's doing. And I'll give you this. Mm -hmm. Lean is part of it. They're all the dogs. They're all part of it. Tall's part of it. The, th the runes on her are something reacting to what's happening. And you don't know how they're going to take the enchantment that's going on. Yeah, that's what I was kind of fearing. Um, as they go around one more time, does it appear that the rune structure is expanding or getting larger? It is slowly. <clears throat> okay. Um, it, you've never seen it in full force. It's just the aftermath, usually, or just hints of it. Yeah. In fact, I've never actually seen it. Uh, has anybody in the group seen it? No. Just Verindra. Like, okay. little bits of it. Yeah. Okay. Because no one's ever been around when it's reacted. But she's... I don't she, think. Did we see it when, like, in the aftermath? Was she still covered in it? They were just fading. Them? They were okay. fading, okay. yeah. So we recognize them. Okay. But there's also... We also know you, there's hundreds of enchantments on her. So we and you could read on. them, but she's running around and they're far away and they're tiny on her. You know, each rune is less than a centimeter. They're tiny. Mm -hmm. uh, even the ones at the affordance level. Okay. Which are usually inactive. They're just blue-ish that has a like in the dark they sort of glow mm -hmm. but it's very faint so these are like the, the people with like the full body tattoos of the tiny little people with the full body oh, never mind I'll show you a picture later I but, know what you're talking yeah. about and I think so okay. uh, I'm gonna start moving closer okay you know with haste all right uh, as you get closer the wind kicks up they're actually generating wind as they're running around which is 
far beyond what they should. And there is a 24 enchantment coming at you. At me? Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, you have this... There's this desire that wells up to join them. Oh, all right. I will resist it. Okay. Uh, I suppose I need to change this talent. Uh, it's a defensive talent, but it's demon blood. Should I change that to... It'll just count for whatever you can reword it. Okay. One, two... Angel blood? No. Angelus. <laughs> interesting fact about Angelus. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> I did tell Jamie to do that at the party. Oh, oh yes. wonderful. Oh, God. Wait, this is a six. This is a six. Yes. Well, don't worry. I'll remember to remind him. I always do. <laughs> don't forget to remember. <laughs> November, November. Uh, it'll only be a 19. Yeah. Um, this is a social text. It's an enchantment. Um, you don't take a curse, but you feel you are drawn in. And you, the, you're in between uh, Thorn and the other two dogs, and they just casually let you in. One of them is like biting on gently on the, your armor a little bit. He has to kind of be on two paws to do that. And then you have the other by the tail in front, and you're all. I will just stand back and observe, knowing that something definitely weird is going on because Gazareth would never willingly join in on such foolery. Yeah. Uh, do I? <laughs> Do I have my wits about me? Do I know what's going on? Or has I completely lost myself in this? Oh, you have a voice that is like, this is unwise, this is a strange magic, but it's so delightful. Um, in fact, uh, you can, if you're spent body, you can get it all back. If you, same with you. Okay. I actually, I have, I, I have a little bit spent in body, but I also have a wound. Yeah, you're still wounded. Okay. Um, I just want to see. Black Oak, do you know what to make of this? The wind kicks up a little bit more, just blowing now. The wind's doing, though I don't know if she knows she's doing it. She's calling on something, contacting something. I don't know to what end. I... I'm tempted to let it play out. I don't... I don't know that it will trigger the full wrath of all of Lena's... Uh, if it will trigger it at all. Mm. Can I speak out since I'm experiencing this? Or mm -hmm. am I, okay. Sure. Uh, you're I'll, laughing while you're doing it, but you can't. I'll say, uh, I'll go, <laughs> this is wrong. <laughs> we need to stop. <laughs> I can't control my body. <laughs> He's actually doing it with his other hand. He's doing the wee. <laughs> safety dance. <laughs> safety dance. Makes it infinitely funnier. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. Okay, you're, you're hanging back, you're hanging back. Um, everybody else has cleared the deck, and there's the three-tone sound. In everybody's mind, it's like, okay, that's a tone that's not in the books. It's like a, a low, and then two very high-pitched ones. Never heard it before, so something new, some new signal that they've had to develop. Uh -huh. uh, but they, the deck clears. Weird magic shit. <laughs> <laughs> The, the fire at it again. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, the dance reaches a height, and you can let it resolve as it wishes, or you can directly in, call into a debt that you're owed and, in, and invoke it right now. It will change what happens. If you invoke it, you can give some, I'll give you some prompt, and you can direct it 
differently. No, I trust you. I'll let it play out. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I brace for impact. She does a, they do another circuit, and then everybody immediately stops, stand, and you're standing perfectly equidistant around the pentagram. The sea, the wind kicks up even more, and then the sea to the head of the ship just starts to boil 100 yards out, just roiling ship. And it's not boiling because it's hot. It's just roiling like waves. Just whoosh, the waves hit the ship. And then something is rising, it's far away, uh, you know, a few hundred yards out, rising out of the sea. You summoned a troll. You see, it looks like a rocky formation of some kind, and a crescent shape such that it's about twice as wide as the ship would be. The ship is halted, or it's beginning to halt, it's a big vessel, so it's it's powering down as best as it can, it has retro. Like engines, so that it can, if it has to, it can back up. Mm-hmm. But they function as brakes, mm-hmm. and you see the boiling and the ship slowing down. But they're, it, it, within a, just a few moments, it's going to be right at them. And, and the crescent is surely shaped that way to receive the vessel in some form. Like on either side, at the tips of the crescents, great coral spires rise up, like uh, fish and starfish and things fall into the water, and. You feel the enchantment just resolve itself, and uh, the little kids just fall to the ground, exhausted, still giggling. The dogs just sit down on their haunches, and they look to you, and you're sit- sitting there and, and realize what you've just been a part of. Um, but it's hard to make out exactly, as it grows closer, you guys have a round here, so, or thereabouts, to sort of clock what it is. When what god did you choose? <laughs> great question. Uh, it's just something we've never heard of, the great coral reef. <laughs> can, can I get some insight on what, I, what I've done here? Yeah, you can give me a note. Oh, uh, I thought of Megaloth, the world devourer. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I was just fuck them. <laughs> no, you bring your egg game. It just popped in there. <laughs> what just popped in there? <laughs> um, as a remnant of the old world, I have the knowing of things. Yes. Uh, Fourteen. Yeah, there. In your dealings with people. There was a time where there was a, a war, and you had nothing to do with it, and the battle raged on, and it was terrible, and it, it was into the forest, to, into the north, and even the, the side that won was so decimated, they just kind of broke ranks and mutinied, or um, they just went AWOL, and they wandered the forest of the north, kind of becoming bandits. And eventually, because they were harrying the people who it's your job to torment and not theirs, you drove them to the cliffs, tricking them and scaring them and using your ways until the, the company of them and their leader sat on the edge of the cliff and you had a, a, a wager with him that whoever wins the, the tossing of the dice would uh, be triumphant. You won because you cheated, and uh, the prize is that they had to cast themselves over the cliff, and they did so. But they cursed you as they went down, and even though they were given to the waves, they still owe you the dishonor of it, and this is the debt 
that is being called in. But it's not such that it, they're just going to talk to you or give you, the, you this could be very, very dangerous. It's neutral at best. Um, the ship gets draws close. Well, you actually had one beat, so you were you got what'd you get on your no? Oh, I didn't roll a no. Okay. Uh, she just did the same yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, didn't you just do one about the the knowledge of the old like ways? No, the, that was her. Okay. Yeah, you get one too. Okay. Uh, Wisdom bite on air and fallen forest. Yeah. You have no idea what's going on, Kyrger. Yeah, that applies. Uh, twelve. Yeah, it's just Gwen in their tricksome ways, and this is some old debt or credit that is called in. Really, it's just a spell, uh, a trick of the workings of the old world. It's dangerous, but you can't help but feel a little bit of nostalgia for these sorts of things. You remember hearing, you would hear tales of her and the other creatures like her. Because the men of the forest would slowly whisper them. And the rumors don't travel super fast among your kind. <laughs> but they would get to you in a timeless sort of way. And you do remember, like, yeah, she... It, you, you remember the tale differently in that it was, no, it was an entire army that she tricked to march over the cliff while she just laughed at them at their folly. Uh, but she spared one of the, uh, the, uh, the standard bearer, the young lad, who she carved her mark into his cheek and bid him wander the forest forever. Very different, but there's got to be some overlap here. But you guys, what did you get on yours, Gwen? Uh, 14, that's what uh, yeah, you got. 14, that's you right. have a question, and what did you get? Uh, 12. You got a question, and that'll be the little beat as the ship's coming into the cove here. What are you doing, Galzareth? Um, when you say cove, is it like... A, is it like a natural, like... Bay Area, or is it like a rock face that we're going into? Like, well, the ship's it... not going to hit it. Okay. In fact, it seems like it's slowing down exactly how it needs to. To, it'll stop, like twenty yards from the. Now you can see it's coral. It's stone as well, but coral and the spires. There's more smaller ones that have appeared, and now everybody can see that. Yeah, there are figures, uh, like Juan, like gray skin men in rusted armor just crouching among the corals uh, they are covered in seaweed real Pirates of the Caribbean shit mm -hmm. um, and in the center of it like t standing taller than the others is uh, is a man it looks as long as the others but his armor is a little brighter and he has a crown on his head that's made out of coral got a giant spear and he's standing super proud it's a real Captain Morgan kind of moment and he just catches your eye, Gwen, and there's this recognition. It's like, oh, now and now you remember the tale differently. On and in fact, you remember that no, it wasn't a company; it was an army. You still don't have all the details. I just look over. It's like, all right, any guidance? Is this a stabbing thing? Is this a talking thing? I have to ask him a question first. Yes. Are they here to fight and get their revenge on me that way, or are they here to negotiate? They're here for you to settle your dealings with uh, the king. 
because they were unresolved in death. They owe you a debt in that they affronted your honor even as they died. Because you wanted to humiliate them, but they died with a certain amount of dignity that offended you. You did some evil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the reason why you're a lieutenant. Um, they want to resolve that, and if it goes badly, yeah, it could be a fight. And, and they, they, you can't tell anything about them, but they're, you know, the all of you, you two mostly, Black Oak, and you, you feel the touch of the old world here. It's just, in fact, like, it's the sun isn't as bright, a cloud have gathered in it's not raining or anything but it's darker and you in the wind it has it's now not just driving into you it's swirling around with crosswinds and it smells like the old forest and the northern waters like you know oh off the coast of iceland instead of the bahamas kind of thing um while you this little moment happens one of the men smaller shorter than the others probably a boy but you know he's patchy hair and he doesn't have he lifts up a great conch as a and the men just come to attention. They're all wielding spears. And the the king, uh, as he styles himself, like like signals with his hand and, and shouts Mistress of the Hunt Are you here to finally Give your proper respects to the honored war dead. These long, many years, we have been drowned. And his voice carries, like, really far. I would like my question, as I feel it is relevant. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> given that we're dealing with fey shit, trademark, uh, <laughs> what are the rules of this land? Oh, good question. That's a good question. Thank you. Yeah. Two things for this. Um, one, technically, she's way out of her jurisdiction, but it doesn't matter here because the magics that she's done, either unwittingly or however, have decided that, you no, know, these are the rules of the great northern forest many epochs past. Um, the rules are if, you if someone offends them or insults the old ways of doing they will fight you. And they have no fear of death, and they're very fell. They've survived at the bottom of the ocean for untold ages. But if it goes positively, they will deal with you as an uh, exchange of gifts. You would guess that's what the men from long ago would do. I'll share that with the group. <clears throat> Tall uh, has gotten Lena up. Mm -hmm. The runes have faded on her. They clearly didn't think it was. It had nothing to do with her. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but she's really sleepy, and he just. He's like, "Do you need? Let's." Yeah. I'm going to excuse myself as well. As well. Guys, uh, this. I don't know the old ways. I will mess this up. Actually. <laughs> actually. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Not to railroad, but. Did build it, the rail part of it. <laughs> oh shit! I'm giving away stuff. Um, the, it's an 18 enchantment. It's a very gentle one. Mm -hmm. um, you can resist it. It's basically a, a, a social attack. Okay, I'll, I'll just I'll stay. Uh, I'll, yeah, obviously I leaving would would probably insult them. Insult them, and so yeah. I don't want to do that. 
But I'll ask Lena and or t- Tal to take Lena down. Yeah, it's the children, they're, they're not holding to any of it. <clears throat> you realize your dogs are like, have backed away from the pentagram, and the, they clearly don't want to be a part of this either. But you can obviously just make them stay without any effort. Yeah, uh, I, I will... You can just info dump me if that's what... Yeah, info dump. We are... I'm not looking to fight them. I'm looking to atone for the past. And therefore, it, give them something. I, I don't want this to end in bloodshed. Now, I know this is going to sound weird coming from me, but if these are soldiers, they are my people, and I know how to deal with them. If you wouldn't mind my counsel, I can be respectful if that is what is necessary. You've all gotten to the very prow of the ship. It's actually your little place where you stay isn't right up against the prow. There's a little bit of space. Nobody goes there, mm-hmm. but you've all just very king of the world, sort of right at the, the prow of the ship. I, I welcome your help, but if, if you must draw your weapon, be sure to do so with your left hand. Okay. Let's move it to the other <laughs> side, I guess. It's a weird... Okay. Um... What say you? Says the king. Do I remember his name? Oh, uh, he's the king of the reef, which he wouldn't have had, but you know that's what his name is now. Greetings, king of the reef. Thank you for seeing us today. Well met, and honors given from the ways long gone that will not be remembered until the ages turn away. I have nothing to proffer you, Accept my acceptance of the talks we shall have and the gifts we may give to one another. And they all bow. Give me a um, charm or an argue or a create. I have to take create. I've been using a bit more lately, but I have too many skills. Um, How quickly can you work with your hands on things that are not flesh? Not as quickly. See an opportunity here, but I see. What is your idea? It's not regarding this. Just a. Uh, appropriate place for me to work on a project that I would ask of you. But we'll do this. Yes. Uh, it's a 10, are you? Okay. Uh, my talent, I lived long enough to hear his argument for many mouths and logic remains flawed. All he needs is a 6. This is just um, pleasantries and opening. I see. What, I'll, I'll, I'll glance over them. It's like, what do we want from them? To engage in their talk. Give me a no roll. Oh, okay. But you can talk, of course. Yeah. The, the way that you know, to the way these old world things, they're not exactly hasty. No. Okay. In fact, that's, Black Oak, I don't want to tell you how you feel, but you miss the men of old in some ways because they understood time and that they're, they're never so hasty. It's tree and shit, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I got a six. Okay. Uh, we'll be here for a good two, three years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love my what, what three-month conversations. Oh, uh, what do they want from us? Uh, like, what do we want from them? What is the what is the negotiation? You can tell this is an honor thing. Like, she did something to them, and they owe her something as a technicality, 
But what she did to them was very cruel. I see. It might... It might behoove us to be generous <laughs> in these negotiations if you wish to avoid bloodshed. And is it against the rules to just apologize? Yes. No, you can, you can give me a... Both give me a no roll on that. It's against her rules. <laughs> well, I get to decide some of that. This <laughs> ain't no story game where everybody's a hippy-dippy equal. <laughs> Wait a minute! <laughs> I assume my... I did write you guys as no talents. It's just, it has like nine of them. I know, right? Uh, I got a 16. Okay. Uh, a remnant of the old world? Yes. Great. That'll apply to all this, probably. Oh, that's good to know. Um, then I got a 18. You know that if worded correctly, apology would go a long way. But you cannot seem to be weak in that. And this is uh, both of you because you kind of like leaned over mm-hmm. and you're talking back and forth mm-hmm. but the the old world and they the, these creatures expect boasting and a good someone having a good account of themselves even an apology this, is, this stuff is very alien to you Kyra. Um, you're not getting any questions out of this there's just okay. not enough time is there any way that you could possibly brag about how you've become such a better person now you can look back on your misdeeds of the past, and you know. Um, I'm not sure something. I think I think I lines. I think I got this. If you just if you trust me, I think I got this. I can act as your mouthpiece for just a moment. Give me you. Give me a no. Oh, I, <laughs> it, should I let the six ride? Is what I got yeah, before. You, you, uh, if you do okay, that's yeah, yeah. fine. Uh, it's up to you. No, we'll see. Maybe I'll roll two sixes. Uh, does Ruthless Tactician apply? No. Okay. Hey, I actually did better. I got a 13. Um, if you speak for her, they'll consider that an act of weakness and also contempt on her part. Ah. Also, it's because she did the magic as well. Uh, so, invoked it and brought it forth. Advising is fine. And if this goes better, speaking after what is agreed to has been agreed to, you can probably negotiate for something. Okay. But. Here's what I will say. I cannot speak for you. They will view that as a grave insult. Recognize that these are tormented battle dead, but also that you have bested them. You are negotiating from a place of power, but have seen fit to be generous. Good thing you had an otter box, man. Damn. That's why I dropped my phone so much. You are negotiating from a place of power, uh, but have seen fit to be generous and honor their uh, honor their sacrifice uh, for uh, honor their sacrifice and remember their defiance. You could um, Black Oak because of your height and because you're not talking right now. Mm-hmm. You can see that the king is negotiating with his little trumpeter, is obviously his advisor, and they're like doing exactly the same thing that you guys are doing. <laughs> I think they may be. They may be as out of their depth as we are. Well, much of my time then was spent in defiance. That was a great deal of it, and I think that will be the best way to approach this from is admiration. 
they all, everything gets real quiet. Everybody just look at Grace. <laughs> just one last thing. Just one last thing. It's like, just don't appear weak. Yeah. Yeah, the way he says that, there's a little glint in his eyes. Like, oh shit, he used to be a demon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll that'll be my last bit of count console council. Uh, I will step forward. Grace King, it has been so long, so many phases of the moon, since I have not seen you. And yet you have seemed to fare quite well for yourself. I, well, even I admire the defiance that you all have put forth. I cast you down, and yet you are here rising above me. Truly a sight to behold, having bested death itself, have you not? Okay, that'll be three feet. What do you think it should be? Um, are you? Yeah. Aim! (laughs) (laughs) You guys are really awesome. (laughs) (laughs) All the way back, you know. Three arrows. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, it's just rifles. So it's rifles. <laughs> get the silver tipped arrow. You're really great. <laughs> no offense. Did you get your three feet? Yeah, I did. That is just not a single six. That's though. fine. Get what you got. Yeah, you can get you can get stressed down. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a nine. Okay. My therapist isn't here. Oh. <laughs> My therapist is an egg right now. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Sure enough. Uh, is mildly jealous of this interaction. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, honey. The, uh, the, the king of the reef, he, he, he makes a, a sign, some forgotten thing of, like, 20 countries, like whole lineage of kings ago they used to do it's all it's long forgotten you remember it um gwen you you don't uh black oak just a thing of men we take what you have said of our largesse in the manner that it is given we thank you for your acknowledgement and yes we have staved death off fighting against the monsters of the briny deep for untold ages. And there is a certain amount of power, indeed, that we have gotten, but we are still fallen from the world we once knew at your very hand. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's a 26. So what did you get? Nine. Nine. Okay. So it's just two stress. I will soak one. Yeah. Clear. There, there's a. It's not exactly chuckling because you. They're, they're weird. Throat. Like, and then the king looks very pleased with himself. Now you guys all have a beat before she speaks again. And you realize, oh, that's how this goes. Like, her bannermen or compatriots can speak or say something. As long as it doesn't rise above 
Uh, not numerically, but you know, it doesn't rise above your station. I'm gonna let Galsrath take the lead on this one. (laughs) (laughs) As has been spoken by the elusive and tricksome mistress of the hunt. We have come to honor ye battle-tormented dead and parley with thee. There is much un... There, there is much left unsaid and unresolved. And we, on behalf of my mistress... He bites his tongue. There's a demon party. He's still like, fucking no! <laughs> Go Intend to treat with you... Fairly. Two feet argue. Oh. What did you? It's no, not it's dom- Can't be dominant. Yeah, I didn't want to lay on too hard. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's see what we got going on here. Learned. Oh. Mister Love's got to give me some sixes. Hey, there's one. Somehow, on my argue, I got a 14. Alright. Okay. There's like murmuring among the dead. The the men. Uh, you, you know, the, they're the lost ones. Lost Legion, Lost Army. Lost Ones is a good title. Um, but you get two bonus dice. Does anyone else say anything? I'm more worried I'm gonna fuck it up. Like, you my, don't have to. No, my, my big social skill is dominating. That's gonna be a bad move right now, so I'm gonna pass. Okay, you can get a notice right now. Sure. I don't have a social skill. <laughs> right, you can get. Is there anything like notice or you wanna try and figure out? Conjure, move, engage, craft, no one. You don't have to, what I'm saying is, is there something, <laughs> is there something that you'd wanna do instead of speaking? Um, You're all lined up perfectly, by the way, in like an arrowhead, you know, configuration. It'd be nice to have Rinder here because you have five, and you could be at the head of it. But yeah. um, she, uh, egg. <laughs> she, she is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't think of anything. Give me a notice. Then. Actually, I do have an idea. A better idea. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we'll ignore that then. Uh, is she... Right now, uh, the king is on a, like, kind of platform higher than she is. No, you guys are exactly... They've risen out of very high above the water at this point. You just notice this part, so that you're they're exactly eye level. It's just, you guys are about, like, mm, 20 yards, maybe? Okay. Um... And according to Galzareth, we're trying to put her in a position of dominance or power. Uh, well, he said what he said. Okay. No, I'm trying to remember what he said. Okay, sure. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, he's 
Black Oak is then very, uh, uh, basically using his roots, uh, going to sort of uh, start to lift her up by her feet uh, to be in a position, to be in a higher position okay. uh, as one of, one of like more power, so to say. I, I'm taller than you right now. You can give me a reflexive no. Sure. Old world stuff. I got 11 on my notice. Yeah. Um, you look back very quietly and very cautiously. A whole, like, nine ballistamen have just, they've just, they've got their guns. Their guns. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah, they are. Yeah. And they're just holding low way back near the bridge. They're just sitting there in an arrow formation. Clearly, they've learned something since the last fight, mm-hmm. yeah. and they're just sitting there, and they look at you, and they're like, "What's up?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they're being deadly quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, eleven, if my talent applies. The old world, yeah. Yeah, so eleven. If you do that, he's gonna have to do that, and then it's gonna be the thing is gonna spiral towards a fight. But you could definitely do something more subtle to enhance. Her speaking and the whole tableau of the affair. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let it be for now. Okay. I'm not going to. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna let it be for now. I'm good. The little hair, the the child Harold, who is probably thousands of years old now, but he's still in the form he was. It's like, in his dry, even being under the waves, his throats. You should know. That the king of the reef has spent long ages, long ages, ruminating over the debt that is owed and that is unrightly owed. And you, he points to Gwen, should honor that with all the strength that the old world has given you. This isn't coming at you. How could I have it? <laughs> the others like not approval they rattle their uh, spears on their shields and he looks very pleased he's got long black hair his, his cheeks are sunken very pale kind of greenish armor his armor is okay but in life, you, he was a handsome man and commanded people. And some of that shines through. Gwen, for the briefest second, you see a very well-turned hand laying at your feet a wedding knife. And then it's just gone. To all those Robert Jordan fans out there, you're welcome. (laughs) (sighs) If you got through here, she would have exploded in awkwardness. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely ruined all of it. The debt you have owed to me is one of honor. And it is a debt that should have been absolved long ago. You men are far more honorable than I have ever been. You, though I have hunted great 
beasts of the land and through the forests and now on another continent even. I, I don't know if it'll be your account of that. But, Let's uh, keep going. On another continent even, you have been cast into the sea by my hand and you continued to fight there, continued to be valorous, and yet I was not able to be half so much in my own battles. I am now fighting one against untold forces, stronger than anything I have ever faced, anything we have ever heard of in our myths and stories. And I can only hope to have the amount of composure and the strength and ferocity that you have exemplified here. That's four feet. Are you still? Okay. You need your bonus dice if you Three, four. I will use them, yep. And I will spend feet. You do notice as you're saying this, some of the men are a little, they get a little cagey. He's like, well, okay, what's he doing? Like, <laughs> there's the trick. Yeah. Okay, all right. Point one. There's a murmur that kind of go like around in an exaggerated fashion, like the king of the reef just just rubs his where a beard would be, like hmm. it's just dead quiet. The wind has stopped. The sun like peeks through, and there's a sunbeam between you on the water. You have honored us, and I thank you for the honorifics that you have given. Are you then resolving our debt to you? There's kind of a desperate, <clears throat> like, like waver in his voice. I should have absolved your debt to me long, long ago. Please find rest and peace. All right. He says, and he like stands up holding his giant spear. We accept this and thank you. And then there's like a sense of pressure just alleviate, like dissipating. The sun comes back out. You see the, the, the just absolutely decrepit nature of all these men. They're still standing. Then, in accordance with the old ways, as one equal to another, you realize, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we shall barter, then gift for gift, and then take our rest, and whatever is given shall be our grave goods that take us to the bottom. It would have been good to be buried in the northern lands, but the sea has been our home for so long, it will do as well. What do you offer? And there's a lot of rustling, and then uh, another like bit of stone and coral just rumbles behind him, and there's just things on it, like rotten crates, uh, like a chest covered with barnacles and seaweed. Oh man, I got, I got. You got stuff. I got, I got good stuff for this. Strangely enough, that I do be, not. I, I have tiny little handicrafts. I have a lizard. The two things I can think of here are a lizard hide and a cup that was hot once. I hand you the um as a as because it was your invoke that originally made the blue ghost flame, right? 
No, it was, it was Priscilla. It was Verandra's. Ah, oh, shit. Okay. You, you can all give me a reflexive no to figure out what's good. This is actually, you're still not off the hook. Oh, no. Yeah. You don't give the right gifts. Yeah. Uh, I did not roll very well. I rolled a five. Uh, but I have an idea. Fourteen. I have two. Okay. That's good. Nineteen. Okay. He's the the, the nature of the talk. He clearly expects you to confer. Gift giving and debt allowance, and it was a huge deal in the old world. And this is Black Oak, where your knowledge of this completely departs. That's just a thing of men, and it's absurdity. It's just it's silliness that they do this. So. <clears throat> Get it. 21. Okay. What'd you do? I got a 5. Okay. Did you? Uh, if it does not apply, then I got an 11. Yeah. Uh, no, your old world stuff. Applies. Okay, then uh, 14. I'll just give you some flavor. 14. Okay. So that's 1, 2, and you 19. 3. Yeah, 3. So it's a 5. So that's okay. 26. Weirdly, he, he doesn't get worm tonguey about it, but. <laughs> Um, yeah. Do you bring up the blue flame thing? To yeah, I do. Uh, this was, uh, it's like... That would do, that's a, that's a not dishonorable of a gift. It's not a grand gift, but it's definitely a unique thing. Uh, you all come to a realization at once, is like, if you were to give her a silver arrow, it mm-hmm. would more than make up for it, and he would open his coffers to you. But... If you could make it up to that level with other things, it, the same thing would happen. It'd just be difficult. There's still, the black, there's still the black iron tome. Yeah. Sapphire claw. There's you realize that is not appropriate. Oh, okay. You cool. don't know why, but it isn't. Ah, uh, they're warriors. They aren't. Oh. Um. I feel like we should probably handle the initial stuff before we start, you know, throwing in our... Because mine, mine would be intensely personal. I'll make this easy. Everybody gets a question to ask about an object, and they might think would be an appropriate gift. Oh, that sounds good. Okay. <clears throat> um, then mine would be the um, uh, the carving knife I used to kill the uh, the uh, servant of the Dark Lord as my first act of open defiance against him. That's not yours to give. But you learn something about it, like in that moment. And in fact, when you bring it out, it's like, no. Later. <laughs> um, um, Phallus. <laughs> well, that would be a really bad. That would be so bad. In fact, like although you're uh, participating in this obvious ritual, mm-hmm. you have a get out of jail free clause because of your nature. If you walked away, they wouldn't even notice. But you're in it while you're in it. And it's obviously helping, so. Um, I guess the strange metal box that I got out of the um, obelisk thing that has the ten bright blue coins, the one silver ring thumb, the ledger, personal diary, and the one silver pen. They wouldn't know what that was. <clears throat> I mean, you can ask for one more thing. Uh, the, nice the sapphire claw that I got from the weird uh, college lady that's very sharp. Polypithia? Oh, Polypithia. Yes, yes, that would be a good gift. Okay. 
did you have another because I gave them to him so if you wanted to ask uh sure um oh god everything else I have is flesh related I know that I don't want that (laughs) yeah that's my issue I've got got doll clothes basically (laughs) (laughs) if I not only gave them the blue ghost flame but I know that they, that those old spirits have a debt to call in the dead is a simply one last thing to give help give them peace in their final rest. Would that suffice? Yeah, that would be good. Okay. Uh, I this was the, like the last old world thing. I have an old world stone totem from one of my like uh, I want to say hideouts, but hollows where I'd have disciples for a while that was training them, and it was a totem to. This is a starting item that you have. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a good gift. Okay, and my second one is not actually tangible, but uh, would it be possible for me to give them the rune of final resolve and invoke that for them as their as a final? Yeah, that would be a good one. Okay. Uh, like I said, I don't have a lot. Can I get a can I can I get a fact? Sure. Um, they want items of uh, power will just work, mm-hmm. but anything of an intense meaning and when you give each gift you're going to have to say something so what can you sacrifice while you're saying it that will make whatever gift you're giving be very uh, acceptable um, are we for my, we get two questions each right you can ask something else yeah. um, are we all expected to give a gift or is this basically it doesn't have to be but more is better okay Wait, were you going to ask something else? Uh, most I could have, uh, I could offer them a, uh, I have a real high belief, uh, a, a prayer for uh, the peace of their souls in this life or the next. Would that be an invocation? Of... Uh, I tried to do that as a belief. Yeah, but I mean of the three. Yes. For... Yeah, that would be okay. good. That you know, you both know that you're in this situation unless they're supposed to give their gifts first. First, yeah, I figured. Yeah. All right, I'll get us kicked off then. Uh, I'll hold up the um, uh, the blue ghost flame in the, the bottled flame, basically, um, uh, and I'll say, uh, "You represents the debt of fire and old souls in a time long ago, caged here until their final debt can be restored." Just as your debt has been forgiven, I shall forgive theirs in accordance. And may they grant you a final bit of warmth at the bottom of the ocean. And I'll open the jar and invoke the spirits. Okay, you can have four feet. That's good, because it was going to be believe. (laughs) (laughs) I actually have that now. I've been buying up believes stealthily. Uh... Four feet. So, was all just been an elaborate allegory for becoming born again Christian? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> After I get the experience from this game, I'll have enough to buy charismatic. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I'll just want you to get learned, so <laughs> you know. stop being a problem for everybody. So that one day you can learn for yourself why cup hot. No. I got uh, an 18 on the nose. Yeah, um, you un- 
uh, screw or uncork the, the bottle, the blue flame rises up, glowing brightly. And you see the um, Rivka, he nods, bows with his spear like this. I will return the gesture. Uh, he says, All obeisance is given, exalted one. We thank you for this. Two debts resolved at once is most fortuitous and auspicious. And, the, and the, the flame just floats over to him, and he just catches it in his hand. Real, you know, Vampire the Masquerade stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and he places it on his crown, and it just floats there. Uh, I'll step forward. Here's some meat! <laughs> <laughs> He's like... Four pounds of ground beef just hits him in the side of the face. Technically, I've already given you my offering. It was that big mound of flesh that I released into the ocean. Yeah, they're real bad. Whoops, my bad. Okay. <laughs> no, um, I'll offer up this uh, rare artifact that was given to me, and I was told that I would know the appropriate time to use it, and I believe that time is now. When I what, what are you talking about? The sapphire claw. Ah, Give me a believe or argue. Four. You hold it up, and the Reef King glints at his like. Thank you for your gesture, but that is not what is on offer. And there's a little bit of murmuring. Which means he doesn't accept it, which means it's still yours. That's fine, yeah. Is it his turn again, or? It's... Uh, okay, it, it, thinking. She has to go last, so it's you. Okay. Yeah. Um... He'll step forward, he'll take uh, a dead leaf from his branch, uh, he'll crush it, and say, uh, Spirits of the past, please be at peace. And with the power of the three, I offer a lease. And he'll flat, uh, he'll, uh, Push out the, uh, the ground the that leaves into the wind. Yeah, and it kick, kicks up. Okay, yes. three feet, believe, obviously. And you're spinning an inspiration. I don't have an inspiration to spend. You'll have one for this because I'm being nice. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were willing to do it. All right. <clears throat> I'll channel through the griffin. No, it has to be hard. It has to be hard? Yeah. Okay. Remember, you get your focus die with that. Yeah, free focus and restore uh, yep. attribute. Would have been nice. All right. Uh, Gift of the Heart of Law, the Healing of the Soul. Yes. Okay, 23. Huh. Yeah, the, the, the crumbling leaf drifts along the wind, and the uh, Reap King reaches his hand out to, like, very gently, almost dreamlike, trying to touch them. This is acceptable. He doesn't get through his um, 
statement because the leaves hit his little bannerman, his herald, and they just around him, and, and Harold looks up, mother, and he just collapses to the ground. And, and the Reef King nods, and everybody nods, and they rattled their spears a little bit, and he just collapsed. Ah, uh, a grim and melancholy gift, but most acceptable. Mistress. Mm -hmm. He actually goes, mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Majesty, I present to you uh, a granite token of the hunt itself from when you were but a child. It existed watching over many parts of the woods, the woods that you grew up in, the woods that you came from. Hmm. It is one of the last of its kind. I give this to you, and beyond that, if you will allow me, I would wish for the hand that cast you to this fate to also be the hand that grants you the rune of final resolve and rest. Alright, five feet, and that'll just be the invoke. Because I can't do two rolls at once, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Need you to roll a bathtub full of dice. <laughs> <laughs> and then jump into it Scrooge McDuck style. Uh, Some of them got into my crevices. <laughs> Jesus. Come on, sixes. I can hold prospect. No sixes, but that's okay. It's fine. Um... Have some shit ass luck. <laughs> that is improbable. <laughs> Very improbable. Uh, two dice is two thirds of a chance. Three dice is three fourths. Four fifths. Five sixths. It actually just continues like that. I watched the math channel about it. Mm. It was so specifically targeted toward how Never After works. I was just like fascinated. <laughs> nice. Six sevenths, seven eighths. Yeah, it just keeps going. Though my memory is hazy, old glyphs of warding and protection still work for me. Mm -hmm. Great. Uh, 11. Only a 14. Uh, the uh, the stone, uh, You, I assume you're putting the glyph on it. Mm -hmm. uh, you hold it up and it glows with a, a, a dim fire. And, and, and you, you hear like sighs and murmurs among his men. And he, uh, you can see a te tears in his eyes even from here, uh, illuminated by the blue fire. These are generous, mistress, and we thank you for your generosity. We open our coffers to you, and I have a gift that will be most auspicious, though its burden you may not wish to bear. But before this, I will say, and he just looks directly at you, There are mysteries in the world and beyond who do their business beyond your sight. The whims of good and evil move and you do not know who is on the side of light and darkness. Be steadfast and their coffer, the, the whole chest just rips out of the coral. It's just been there for generations. And uh, his men grab it and they throw it, but it moves like slowly through the air. 
Gal- clearly towards Galdares because he's been identified as the porter or something. <laughs> and you catch it, just the weight of it and the sod in nature. And like little skates and sea crates just fly out of it and fish flop onto the ground. You can smell the ocean from it. It's like low tide. Yeah. And uh, one by one as men begin to collapse, gently uh, just kind of crouch over and fall into the ocean. And then he uh, reverses his spear in his hand and, and leans back and just hurls it with preternatural strength and accuracy. Uh, it goes by your ear and slams into the brazen steel housing of the gun. Just And then he bows and falls. The reef boils and sinks into the ocean. You should have caught that train like Jack Burton. It's all the reflexes. And uh, the 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 water like roils, and the sense of the old magics fades away. You see a body floating on the ocean. Can we? Is there someone who can haul that in? Uh, in like half of a second, one of the soldiers, the gunners, <laughs> intervenes. Uh, he, he runs up, he drops his ballista, and from under the side of the railing, he pulls out a, a different, this is a more primitive sort of weapon, and it's got a, a thing, like a hook on the front of it, and he fires it off, and a rope uh, lands in the ocean. You all realize, he, you hadn't noticed this, but they have been watching this entire time, and it doesn't hit the body, it just lands near it, but... Yeah, so you have a line that's going out. It's going to slowly start to sink. you got to beat. Oh, to, like, pull it back in? Yeah. Okay, I'll take care of that then. That's a labor, to try yeah. to hook it and draw it in. Sure. I appreciate it. I do not have labor. I'll give it a go. Um, labor from six... So that'll be a 15. Okay. Yeah, it hooks into the cl- uh, the armor, actually, of the body. It pull, it flops over, and you see, like, one f- uh, features. It's the, you know, the bannerman, the uh, the bugler. Mm-hmm. And you draw it back up to the side of the ship. It's along. You grab hold of him, put him on the ground. You can be a uh, craft roll. Assuming you don't just fuck off. And, you know. Oh, yeah, no, I'll hang out. I don't want this one. My corpse garden is also. Intimate knowledge of the flesh allows me to mend it and bend it to my will. Mm-hmm. 18. Yeah, the barest hint of life still clings to him. Do you do just a little bit of an intervention to allow him to breathe again? Yes. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll, you see his fingers. I will help that life. Um, yeah. You know, rekindle it. And See his fingers dig in just a second, and, and he just <clears throat> spits up seawater, <clears throat> coughing and coughing and throwing up and just curling into a ball. <sighs> and then he's just, he's in and out of consciousness, but he's alive. We should get him to uh, the medical team here. Yes. Galsareth. What time? It's a t- 9.45. Okay, yeah. we got a bit. Uh, Galsareth looks back over at the chest 
Yeah. The, uh, any sign of them are gone, and you feel that debt lifted. It was always yours. You just cheated them out of it. And, yeah, there's a sense of that you have never done anything in the old world like that. Like, anybody who would read, if they read this story, they're like, that's not her. This is a plagiarism. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We all going to end up with a kid by the end of this? <laughs> <laughs> Your next gals are <laughs> I've got four spawn in the lower deck. Yeah, I've got three and a tall. I don't want to hear it. Uh, so, no. Um, I would like to go pry the spear out and see what that was all about. Okay, it's a, oh, it's, a long, it's about seven feet long. Yeah. Um, it has seaweed and stuff on it, but it hasn't harmed it. It's got a wicked, long, tapering blade. It's a hewing spear that can be used to slash as well as stab. Uh um, the last little bit of sea life sort of drifts from it. It's a long black wooden shaft that's capped at the end, just sticking out of there. It's like two inches into the bronze steel, so that'll be a labor. Uh, can I just take a look at it real quick and see if it hit any of the integral parts that I was no, watching? No, no, no. Oh. no it, it hit the housing that opens up, and that's like two inches thick of bronze steel. Okay. Even if it got through, it still has like a lot of space before it would hit the mechanism. Okay. <laughs> I'm not telling Ilga that some that some dead pirate killed her space gun. <laughs> dead king. Like the standard D and D. Yeah, and so abruptly, I'll feel like the heat of the sun, the dead calm of the water. That tone goes off immediately. You see the ballista man just marching back down into the decks or into the bridge. A three, the three thing, uh, another tone that's different goes off and the ship begins to power up and move on. Uh, you see a page come out of the bridge and he's just waiting there by the corner very respectfully just looking at you guys all, like through the side, like he has to, because the gun's still in the way. Mm. Uh, I'll take the uh, bannerman down to the medical area. Okay. Yeah, he's clinging to life. He's basically incapacitated. Yeah. I got an eight on the labor to pull that spear out. Yeah, that's enough to... It's not elegant. <laughs> it's brace your feet. Actually, get both feet on them. <laughs> and it comes out. Yeah, and touching it is like, this is a thing of the old world. As much as your bow, your dogs, everything. It's an ancient thing. There, I'll give you a notice or a no on it. Reflexively. It's cursed. Would y'all just shut the fuck up? <laughs> Everything about her is cursed. That's how it works. I know, right? It's a 12 on notice. Yeah, it's it's a, an old object of power. You have a feeling that if anybody that's not of the old world would wield it, it would do things that may not be good. Hmm. Um. You don't know its name, and your neighbor gave it. So finding that out might take some effort. Okay. Uh, then I, I will. I bet it's Billy. For now, should I just you can give me no roll, Blacko. As the old world spear. <laughs> yeah. Then... AKA Billy. <laughs> uh, Bagonera and Fallen Forest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eleven. Mm-hmm. The Spear of Coral is fine, even though it has nothing to, you know, it just looks like old steel and wood 
but it seems like a good name so right now. Cool. Uh, is that C O R A L or C H O R A L? Uh, like the stuff in the ocean. Okay. Um, there's, there's a group of people, so. Yeah, every time you touch it, it's like ah! <laughs> it's like a really good weapon, but it's it's just acapella one hundred percent of the time. <laughs> Think about how annoying that would be. <laughs> Can you save every one of us. <laughs> <laughs> Die. One of the best bad movie night bad movies there is. Um. Yeah, you just there's just a very a sense of ah, one of the things from the old world is resolved. Another little memory that's fallen away. So, so what's in the treasure chest? Yeah, I was going to say, this is Galsworth, it's like, feels like it would be rude to open it, but I can no longer contain my curiosity. <laughs> hmm. um, you open up the, the chest, it's filled with old gold coins. Uh, there's no sea life or even sea water in it. They're all gleaming. Uh, gems, like diadems, just a, just a monstrous treasure. Even with just the weight of gold, it's more money than you had before. Um, if you kind of comb through it, you find at the bottom uh, what should have rotted long ago, an oiled leather scroll case in which you, you bring out in perfectly preserved parchment, uh, like, let's see, thick sheaf of papers uh, written in a, in a language that's long, long gone. Uh, but they're written in, a, written in a very neat hand, and there's like a kind of a bulleted list in it, and then a line, and then some numerical figures that don't use the same system at the bottom of each, and then a signature, and each of the signatures is vastly different, and sometimes they're just an X. Let's put that aside for Varendra. Oh, she's mm. going to love that. As, uh, can I read just it? Just somebody make a note of it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was yeah. going to say, can I try to read it? Sure. <coughs> Given where he's Yo, from, you don't need to roll. You don't need to roll. Okay. Uh, these are the contracts of all the men in the army that was cast over the cliff. Oh. Their duties resolved, so it's like they've, you know, they've uh, mustered out, and they're no longer in service. But these were their contracts that they signed long ago. Uh, and I'll give you this for free. Like the goal here is. I mean, because gold is spent by weight in the old. You have no guys. You have no idea what you're going towards, but it's it's a lot of money. Mm. But all of it, and uh, there's actually a, a jeweled dagger at the bottom, right near where the contracts were. Galsworth was just pawing through it, <laughs> not not in a gross way, but you know, you're like, what the hell's here? Mm. There's a, a jeweled dagger with a, a wickedly curved blade, like a copiece, uh, with a, a jeweled. Uh, a black jewel on the hilt. All of this stuff feels like it has just the overwhelming feeling of the old world about it. Each and every coin, each gem, each piece of jewelry, and the dagger itself. Even the contracts. I'll pick up a, a coin and bite it. Yeah, it's as close to solid gold as you could have. It would still be a decent coin. There are, uh, the images on it are some king from a long time ago who you might have like cursed his wife to never bear a male child, just on shits and giggles. Uh, you recognize it, it's like, oh, they were the first that took fire to the old forest, the first to discover it and use it against them. Mm. Welcome. <laughs> um, you, I'll let that labor, uh, 
from... Well, you didn't roll labor. Did you want to haul it somewhere? No, uh, yeah, I can. But uh, the, all you need is a six, so you have that base level. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, these are the contracts of the men who were... Who's, we just released. Uh, I'm not certain what should be done with them. If anything, perhaps burn them and commit the, uh, the ashes to the wind or the sea. Can I see your sheet? Uh, yes. This all feels very much of. Uh, you didn't have it, world. but I'll resolve you a minor goal just out of nowhere. Okay. So you get inspiration back at one point. Actually, erase the Great Beast one. That, that'll qualify for that. Oh, cool. Who was the beast in this situation? <laughs> oh, I'm all English majory about it. <laughs> Maybe we should preserve the contracts, not for any reason of trying to barter with them later, but as kind of a way to preserve some of the old world. Just to be real clear, they, there's no obligation or anything tied to them anymore. It has not, they are at rest. Mm. A soldier's contract ends when he dies in honorable combat, especially. But they are artifacts from the old world. Galsroth, will you help bring this to my chambers? Yeah, and I got it. I will catalog everything here. As you're going down the stairs leading to your deck, uh, Ilgoth is kind of hanging around near the stairwell. It's like She's like, her hair's still wet, and she's wearing her dressing gown. What? I... What was that? What she's talking to you, gals, right? Um, a debt that was long since overdue to be paid. Um, one of Gwyn's old contracts that just happened to be resolved now. Was there? A, do are we sure the paper trail clears on that? I, I mean. There's a way to handle legacy debts that are multi-generational. I mean, I was, uh, I, didn't, I did pretty well in those classes. I just didn't care, but I just, I mean, I could look at, what is, okay. Um, what I'm saying is, is, how do you know, was there a witness, first of all? The, <laughs> yes, there were several people. You just got this giant chest. You know what, it's, <laughs> I feel <laughs> As a creature of contracts, originally, I feel sufficiently sure that this was handled well. Oh, uh, uh, well, okay, that's fair. Um, well, so tomorrow we're going to do, and she's really including you on this, we're going to do the full refitting. I've already got the plan set out for the fabrication, and i got my guys on it, and, you know, so. Excellent. Okay, actually, you know. So she, when she's talking to me, she's not. She's being a little bit more lucid now, isn't she? Whenever she's talking about anything engineering related or focused and project related, she loses her kind of verbal tick a little bit. <laughs> Fingers got cannons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like excellent. Um, I'm going to go set this chest down. Somewhere. Yeah, it's dripping. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, very, and we'll be back up to drippy. the meeting room shortly. It's very, it's very drippy. Did you, did you ever play or watch Sea of Thieves at all? Hmm. There was one of the, it's sl, there's a um, it's a piracy game that's like open world, but there's one like thing that you can get. It's semi like mythological. It's a weeping chest, and it's literally a chest that 
that cries and can drown your boat if you don't pour out all the Yeah, that's what it's reminding me of. Um, but yeah, I'll take that back down to the to the room and then get ready to your go. room, I guess. Uh, yeah, or Gwen's or wherever. Right. Yeah. Oh, your room. Okay. Yeah. And I'll, I assume you're leaving the contracts with them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's an old chest. Even the chest itself is of the old world. It's still wet, but none of the sea life is stuck to it. There's some barnacles that are that are dead and just sitting there, just like an old pirate chest that you just have. So, you know. Okay, I'll set it down. It's like I don't. I don't want to be too leading here, but you three guys give me a notice. Well, me. Yeah. Well, you three guys. Okay. Oh yeah, that still happened that we need to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. I got a six somehow. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, ten more spec plus. Um, twenty-two. Yeah, the Kyurger. <laughs> there's something. He, there's something going on with him. <laughs> and it's really obvious. He's got and looking at him. There's just something less off-putting about him. It's hard to play. Um, I I know my the debts really took up a lot of time. But Kyra, do you seem like there's something on your mind? No. <laughs> I have shed blood for you. Why are you lying to me? Okay, that's an argue. You have a feet. No. I mean, aw. I've lived long enough to hear his argument from my mouth and the logic mm-hmm. remains flawed. Cool. Uh, 13. I don't understand what you're asking of me. I'm not lying to argue damn five okay uh, what'd you get uh, I got a um, 13 two stress um, was the kind your hairless before no you have hair I don't think he was I don't know if that was ever defined. I don't, I don't I remember. Know. I was gonna make it's like you look different. Did you get a haircut? It's very subtle. Like yeah, um, yeah. It's hard to notice that it's been a very slow thing. He just seems distracted and a lot. Forgive me, Kyrie. It just seems like there's something off. Kyrie, place your hand upon your neck. You've always had a pulse. And tell me, tell me what has changed about your flesh. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. What the hell would that be? You can give me a believe. You don't have to do this if you don't want to, but he's going to give you bonus dice if he gets successes. Sure. It gives the heart of love the healing of the soul? Yeah, I'll allow it. Yeah, I'm not actively, like, working right. against them. I just yeah. don't understand what they're talking about. Like, like That's why I tried to couch it the way I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 21. Yeah, that's three dice for a self-knowledge roll. Okay. And you guys could kind of tell 
when Black Oak is doing his thing, like, believe is there something about his voice is different? And, you, you two, because you're all gathered at the foot of the stairs, basically. <coughs> Through my experiments of unlock the mysteries of life? Uh, no, I won't apply. 16. Yeah, um, you're not human. You're of the... Th- I mean, you used to be a long ago, and now a flash of memory. Mm. Soldiers in bronze. Smoke. A, a terraced um, pyramid. Mm. Just a second of it. Mm. Um, you're not that, mm. but you feel closer to it. And then you see the face of Ufalas just flashing. <laughs> um, I've I've moved away from what I have become and closer back to what I once was. Have you informed the your compatriot? Um, no, but I believe she knows without me telling. Oh, speaking of the pale one, she created life. This is like you both created life. She created a child. I'm going to look more into it, um, but it's not suffering and it's not tortured uh, like Good. my old crafts. Um, but yes. If. If you had known this was happening beforehand, I used to know a great many witches who could deal with this sort of thing out in the woods. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's how. Yeah, no, that's how she's thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, gingerbread house and everything. Jesus. <laughs> a family planning hut. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it's actually uh, quite an achievement uh, for the pale to have um, done this. And I could replicate it, um, and I have her notes. Uh, not saying that I will, but um, I am going to keep a close eye on the situation to make sure that this doesn't um, hinder our our progress to the Western Island. Just going to go ahead and let you handle that because I have no <laughs> idea where to even begin. You guys have just kind of, unless you don't have to have done this, but you've kind of migrated into the meeting room. Yeah. And, and you're just kind of standing around in there. Mm-hmm. Does the child have a name? Um, yes. Umphalus. He, she, they. Yeah. <laughs> Your guess is as good as anyone's. I have no yes. idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does the child have a soul? I'm still completely unfamiliar with this thing that you speak of. If you are going to be a parent, you may wish to educate yourself. <laughs> Guy, you really softened after you became a dad. You <laughs> <laughs> well, are just making assumptions like, hey, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do not my baby. <laughs> she literally made it with her own hand. <laughs> He's, he, uh, he's being it now, so I, I I don't feel any like recriminations. But his discomfort is obvious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, weirdly, um, you guys go into your meeting room, and in a few moments, some servants appear with like jugs of wine and some food. They're just clearly assigned to you, even though if you don't know their names or mm-hmm. who they are, and so they just 
put it down, move away. There's another three-tone, uh, but that's a normal. It's all clear, and the, the ship is just continuing on. I would like you all to give me a no roll. I don't... Your tactical thing applies, but I don't think anybody else has one. That worries me, but okay. I know, right? Every time I was like, yes, the War Master, your talent applies to this. No, it's like, no! Fuck me. People call me the War Master, but I feel more like a chore master. (laughs) (laughs) The way I roll, sometimes I feel like a form master. (laughs) Feel that. Yeah, I think I've... I think I've rolled Somehow, two. I've rolled more sixes tonight than any other time. Yeah, I think I've rolled one tonight. I've rolled, I've rolled a couple. I've mercifully, a few of them were during that whole... Mostly fours and fives, though. Mm. Maybe it's all the goats I've been sacrificing to the dice gods. <laughs> <laughs> the proper sacrifice, yes. Uh, I should probably calculate that with a 9 plus a 14. Okay. Yeah. I'm almost spent out of mind again, but whatever. Oof. I only have 8. Oh, like, fair enough. <laughs> my, my, it's like 8 mind, 11 soul, 22 body. <laughs> I'm also almost spent out of mind, but I have 16. Yeah, I was like that with body, and then I just slowly started pumping points into it, because it's like, I don't want to take lots of wounds. I wanted to at least get charismatic first, mm. but I can finally start putting points into other things again, and yeah. spending my cards. Yeah. I realized that um, it was in the last two sessions when we were doing those big fights, that I really fucked myself over by doing a bunch of no rolls, and then going out to do fights, and aim is also undermined. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. it's perceptive. Yeah. 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 Um, I have screwed myself over with dominates before a fight, too. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. But that's the that's the attempt to avoid the fight, but it sometimes fails. Yeah. Um, what did y'all get? I got a 14 on my no roll. 16. Okay. 17. 9. Alright. Um, this is all individual. Uh, you got a 14? 16. 16, okay. Yeah, you all realize, uh, Black Oak, you don't really, that, okay, there's, this is a subtle thing, but now there's this obvious schism between the crew of the ship and you guys. You barely ever see the captain or his, like, lieutenants who are under him. Uh, the, you're in charge, and you like, Arathion isn't around a lot, so there's this distance that's there that you don't have time to deal with right now. But it's something that may have to be addressed in the future. You can all ask a question. And assuming you come to this realization and share it. Sure, yeah. Also, the egg's a lot bigger. It's kind of dominates. <laughs> it's dominating that corner of the room. And it's solid stone, it appears to be. But it's got like this scale, car, like scales is mm. the surface of it. Kind of faint around it. Breaks up the lines of it so it's not shiny. But it's, it's big. Uh, it's and it doesn't encroach on the room where you can't sit around it, but it's just in the corner, just sort of dominating. And there's a warmth coming from it. What exactly caused the schism? Um, just weird crap happening. You guys taking care of it or dealing with it? The real big one was going towards the obelisk and all that, mm-hmm. and dealing. And then 
They're apologizing for that. They should have known what they signed up for. And and like, (laughs) this is a weird thing to consider for you because you don't normally think this way. But like, okay, there's you guys, Ilgoth, Arathion, his recalcitrant sailors on one side, and the rest of the crew. Well, also his devotees, Mm. uh, the healed soldier, and maybe one or two of the fight crew are on, on kind of on your guys' team here, and the rest of the crew's on the other. It's not like mutiny or anything like that. It's just they don't share. They don't hang out with you guys. They keep you a wide berth. Weirdly, the cook's kind of neutral right now, yeah. but like Grace is, like Gwen's trying, kind of turning her a little bit. But yeah. These, these are subtle, like, social interactions, uh, like, uh, Kyrger, which you're getting more familiar with, but they're still really alien. Yeah. It's like, if they want to be on one side, you could just make them all of one being, and mm-hmm. it would solve the problem. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what would be the best way to mend this divide? You would need time, and you probably have some of it, because you're on open seas, uh, to mingle amongst them, speak with the captain... Uh, him having his arm the way it is isn't help. Didn't help. I mean, he's not getting rid of it. He likes having an arm, but that was one of the things that says how alien and distant you are from the common swath of humanity. Um, talking to Arathion about it would probably help. What's the best way to? This might overlap too much with her. Uh, what's the best way to? begin to approach this divide. You have to be a little bit more specific. How do we bring this up without being like super awkward of, hey, half the crew is loyal to you, half the crew is loyal to us. Oh yeah, you have, going through a is the best way to do that. Okay. I mean, he's got all the skills for this kind of thing. Mm. What is the biggest threat on either side to or what is the biggest hurdle, I should say, on either side to a harmony here? Um, well, there's a lot of superstition among them, even some of the people who are aligned with you. But every time something bizarre and alien and old world or strange new magical world that you guys have been exposed to, as long as that keeps happening, it's going to keep dividing. Um, and you don't see any reason why that would stop. You know, because of what you're doing and how weird things might get. This There's a certain inevitability to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, this is more, uh, you don't suspect like an out-and-out mutiny would ever happen, but it could get bad enough that it'll affect the operation of the ship. Mm. I think that we will have to, at some point, find a way to either acclimate the rest of the crew to these strange goings-on because I doubt that it's going to change anytime soon, or better explain to them so that they have some frame of reference for what they're looking at. That's what I was thinking. Um, Just possibly talking with them and giving them a better explanation, maybe disproving some of their superstitions that they may have created in their own minds. Maybe just letting them ask questions without fear of reproach. Yes. And if my help to explain to them, for example, what just happened, instead of having it be, uh, I'm sure, a very opaque ritual to many of them. Yeah, I'm going to be completely honest. Even I don't understand what really just happened. So, 
I don't think that they're going to like that as an answer, because unknowns are something that soldiers and well, people hate. You guys get a bill roll to try to explain to him how the old world works. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all need like a 48. Yeah. Each. It's not easy. Pretty spent out somewhere. Uh, as a remnant of the old world, I've been knowing of things. Uh-huh. I hope uh-huh. that would help. Yeah. 11. 14. Um, they try to animate the nature of, you know, kind of all the things that I was saying about. You get the whole debt and honor thing. You get that. Yeah, I understand that. And, man. and frankly, that's not just being a soldier. That's all that demon shit with contracts and stuff. But you don't know how it happened. How was it able to. How are they. The number of years are incalculable. Like, and also, we are leagues and leagues away from the old continent. You're in the middle of basically the Pacific Ocean. Are you uh, just sort of conjuring these things of memory, or...? Give me an ovo. You have a feed. Yeah. The whole world isn't a place. It's a state of being, man. Oh, uh, no, you don't get it. <laughs> uh, that'll be a six. Um, yeah, she carries it with her. To... In a different way, Black Oak does too. But he, he was like, kind of like, had none of the chaos that a hurled persona had, you know? It's like, oh, growing things, the bodies, that'll come with them too. Hers is much more theatrical, let's say. Yeah. <laughs> I just, if we could avoid making me dance again. <laughs> yeah, everybody has an image of what that. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever forget. That. Oh, I'm suffering endlessly. <laughs> the bees. Is it because it wasn't on the head of a pin? Yeah. I'd like to just make it clear that there's a very different ritual that involves force to dancing, and that wasn't it. Okay. I guess what I'm saying. Is can you please make some effort to get it together? <laughs> yes. Just do that with, wish people could see what he did with his hand. <laughs> like trying to make a mana ball or something. Just, like I'm trying to like I'm compacting it. Get all your way. shit. Get all your shit. Put it away. Take down to the shit store. Uh, you ever play? Gosh, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Disco Elysium. Yeah. yeah. One of the first like thought closet things that you have is volumetric shit compactor. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm. Yes. So while you're talking about this, um, Gwen, the knife was a, a very tapered to a, a, a needle point. It, uh, it winds out as a nice distal taper and a, a bronze hilt and ivory covered with silver wire ending in a pommel with a beautiful clear jewel on it. Like a stiletto or a no, I'm not giving you any other information. That's just what you, there's an image of that. Have I seen it before? Yeah, 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 definitely. Very recently, in fact. Well, on the deck, the wedding knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what those look like. And it's just, you know it intimately what it looks like and what it's supposed to look like. But it's just a flash and then it just kind of fades away. 
At about this time, the door just kind of storms open, and Ilgoth has a wrapped bundle in her hands. It comes in, and she looks around, and is like, we, we, you know, we were... Yeah, let me help you with that. Yeah, it's, it's not that heavy. You put it on the ground, she... Oh, Should we uh, excuse ourselves? No, we... You get, uh, Ilgoth just asked us to, well, me to show up because she wanted to show us something. Right. Oh, so she unfolds it with the, the tarp, and it's that gauntlet that you gave her. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's been changed in some ways. It has some bulky stuff around, like, where the end of the gauntlet would be near the elbow. It's got this um, little housing that's been clearly, very carefully, like, welded onto another thing. It, it, give me a note. Not to keep asking for this. No. As, a, as a reminder, which gauntlet was this originally? We the, found it in the obelisk. It's a filament gauntlet, and oh, it's... Oh, uh, we're not at that. Right, yeah. I, remember being, I remember being told about this, though. Yeah. I'm guessing none of our uh, specialties apply here. No. Nobody's got one for this kind of shit. I got nine. Yeah, they are. You know, save them up all at once. Yeah, I mean, it, it, what's funny is it's like, I shouldn't know this. <laughs> oh, it's, it, no, you, it's all going to be very limited. That's fair. So, that's... 24. 17. Yeah, you don't know. This is the opposite, Kyrger, what you do. Mm-hmm. What you really understand, and you're not going to get any questions about that's this. That's fine. Nobody is, but like... um. It, she has, like, if, as you recall, it was kind of one of the big filaments was frayed and broken. Yeah. She's clearly rooted around that and then added this whole armature on it that doesn't weld into the structure of itself. It's just kind of strapped around it to weld it to a plate that's been uh, just friction bonded to the thing. Mm-hmm. And it's got, it, she opens up a little panel on the little bulky thing. It, it wouldn't be unwieldable, it just kind of sticks out. Mm-hmm. She opens it up, and you can clearly see a little white stone engine in there. <laughs> and, and she drops a pellet of white stone into a little housing, closes it. And she's not asking permission, she's just, and then she sticks her hand in it. And it's just, she's holding it up, and then it's like, just, she looks at the egg, she looks at all of you. Put, put something down. Like, something you don't care about. Oh, okay. Um, He's actually having to hold her elbow. Have <laughs> a piece of fruit. Okay, piece yeah. Fruit for off one of the circumstances. So she does this thing, and she gets this very weird look on her eye, and then there's this wavering of the air in between, and the fruit just goes... Not too hard, just like a casual throw. It splats against the wall. Yeah. Oh, it gets hot. Oh, okay, so when she takes the thing off... Um, puts it down, and then she flips a switch in the engine. It, it it was just vibrating. It wasn't going much, but steam was coming out. I don't know what any of this is. This part, she points to the armatures, the filaments, all the strange artifice technomancy. That's way above my pay grade. But I do understand energy systems. And then the thing that was broken, and you can see like it still has the frayed bits, but there's little collars of what well, looks like gold around it connected to the white stone engine. Is that it is hungry for a certain amount of uh, impetus, let's call it. And the white stone can sort of provide that. And when you do it, and it's very weird. It's keyed to your movements, but also you have to want to do it. And it'll move stuff. Hmm. And, then, and then there's a, a pause. And she's like, so 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's like it's not permanent. I don't think. I've written up some sketches of the. In, I was really careful. I looked at the internals of it. it. I don't understand what it's trying to do. Okay, so you know, like how there's length, width, width, and depth. Mm-hmm. It's like it's reaching out for some other direction that isn't there. But it clearly wants to do. And she just gets quiet for like five seconds. Yeah. So, but it, it, the power—it's not how it's designed. But if, if I could refine it and figure out a way to fix it, fix it. Well, the next time that we have to interface with something from uh, the far continent, because that is where that technology is from, it must be, since we got it from the obelisk. Yeah, I, I mean. Perhaps we can use it. With- oh, I don't, I, don't, I don't recommend you do that, because uh, we don't, I don't. How, how long would it take you to figure out how this does work? Would you need to disassemble the entire... Do you have any other devices from the Obelisk? Yeah, I'll pull out the uh, wand. <clears throat> the, uh, what do we The laser it? wand? Yeah, the, the crystal rod. Yeah. And I'll, I'll give that to her. Oh, okay, yeah, that'll oh, help. That'll it, help. Uh, it shoots a charge out of it. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, she looks at it. It's very simple, right? There's yeah, also yeah, the oh, coins yeah. in the pen. Oh, yeah, like, I'll pull that out as well. Metal or she, she looks at it like, what? Okay. But it'll help, I get. <laughs> He's really bothered by this. Yeah, I'll pull out the metal box that had the uh, coins and all that stuff in it. Okay. But This uh, also came from, this isn't any technology, but it came from the same area that all of this other stuff. Did it have anything else in it? Uh, it's had the silver pin, the personal diary, the silver... She just grabs the pin. Okay. okay. And then the silver ring thumb, thumb ring. But she grabs that. Okay. And then there's the ten bright blue coins. She looks at those as like, I don't understand what it is. Uh, <laughs> she holds these both up, the pen and the ring. Mm-hmm. These will help. And I guess I'll take that one. Yep. This is somebody's until I figure out another way. I don't even want to look at it anymore, honestly. I'm telling you. It's like, repairing the gun was easier. Anyway, <laughs> that's why I just want to talk about. Do you have any... I mean, did you have any out gals arrests? You know. Um... I got a thing with Orathion, so... Yes, uh, please, feel free to get to that. I will probably... Can I uh, pick the gauntlet up? Will it fit on me, or is it too big? Okay. It's just kind of like... Oh, when you put your hand in, and noticing her, the thing was so oversized because she's so slight. Yeah. But there's, like, armatures and things that, like, surfaces that are incredibly intricate that move in so that it's a, it's a close fit with your arm. When you put it in, they don't have to move as much. Got it. But they still do. And yeah, you feel it moving around. It's clawed. It, it's got these... It's made out of metal. You don't know what it is. Most of the substances is made out of. You don't know what it is. It's not charged right now and she turned it off. But you, he holds it up and looks at it like... And it's like, you know, not very angelic what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> but it does... It seems... I mean, the claws itself... I mean, that's a weapon. I oh. see. Um, you don't know when you'd be called to use it like that, but, yeah. So it's like, alright, well, I gotta do a thing, and then I'm gonna sleep for like 12 hours. Yeah. Rest well. Mm-hmm. I'll take the gauntlet off and put it down. It's like... It's warm it? because of the white stone. Yeah. It's like a little two-stroke engine on the back of the thing. <laughs> I just... I'm imagining, like, a single piston just, like, working overtime, like... <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> Here's an iPhone, 19th century uh, industrialist. <laughs> um, it's like, I wonder what it's reaching for. I wonder if it has anything. You remember when, um, uh, when the obelisks? <clears throat> so uh, she took the ring, one of the wand, and the pen. The pen. pen. Okay. The pen. Yeah. Uh, remember when the obelisk reached out with that argent light, and there was like a lattice work in the sky? Yes. I wonder if there's like a thing there that we can't see that this might be <clears throat> trying to interact with. Yeah, affecting or interacting with. I wonder if it's something we could have used when we were. Fixing, if it had been working at the time, fixing the the knot of light. Yeah. Remember when? Yeah, it's possible. I have no idea. Anybody, if they want, can take a uh, a no ongoing research line <laughs> for 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 white gaunt, gauntlet hot the Laconian technomancy. Oh gosh. Good luck. Uh, all right, we'll make I'm sure good. that Priscilla knows when she gets back. I have too many research lines. Yeah. It just... It's, yeah, no. Um, I, I wouldn't care. I assume you guys care. partake of the wine and food. Yeah. Um, they've now gotten pretty good at giving you things that help uh, Black Oak. Mostly it's just the sun and the soil. But, you know, you can partake. The, the cook has clearly decided it was her mission to find things that you would enjoy. So... Um, it's usually compotes and thick sauce type things, but she she somehow knows what you like and what you don't at least a little bit, and um, and so you guys can get a brief rest. All right, and then that's where I'll call. Yay! Hope you guys had fun. Oh, yes. yes. Never After was created, designed, and written by Adrian McLear. This podcast is produced and edited by Grace Skelton. Our music is Shimmering Lights by Punch Deck. You can find a link to their Patreon and Spotify page in our description. Thank you so much for listening, and we can't wait for you to hear the rest of our adventure.